Blog Talk Radio. You're now tuned in to Culture Freedom Radio, the home of Lions Vibe Radio, Liberation Tabernacle Ministry, and much, much more. Record Talk Radio that wake up the minds of the people. Because the picture of dry bones in the valley is talking about you. The picture of Lazarus linked dead four days is talking about you. You're Lazarus. You're the dry bone. Black people are standing up. Black people are rising up and they're throwing fight into that I keep on having visions that they put me in the auction A runaway slave till they put me in the coffin Tears in my eyes with a noose around my neck Screaming, Kwam, y'all sure all right before my last breath I can't believe my eyes cause who's in the door The I Zion is acting like whores Remove this cup of me cause I can't take this shit no more 16-11 got a shock under my sword Living in the third day, it's gonna be a holy war up at my table uh, all the presence uh, of my enemies uh, Talk behind uh, my back, but they don't keep that same And the G tell me uh, I'm real But you got them fake tendencies Manipulating scriptures, you ain't nothing but a Pharisee Got me suicidal cause I can't tell my friends from my rivals Gotta keep my rival right next to my Bible uh. Father, please forgive me for my sins If we get wasted, I know I violated on that covenant We know I have picture in the day we your soul eclipse and watch it how a shall walk over that water and flint Cause it's time for revenge, that's what I read in Revelations And we don't want no money, we need blood reparations Come I mean that cause these white folks see us and stuff I don't care what y'all think I don't care if you think you a lawyer, if you a man, if you an African-American If you would ever go next to war We stop to get to these motherfuckers that learn blood And until we know, I'm a cold like me I'm gonna be a man strong, you know I'm not turning on the street, touch above and flow. Oppression and poverty, why you slay my people dope? Y'all dirty fears, This is Joe Joe Bubba right coming in the house right here. I just want to take this time out to tell you fellas about the radio show that I listen to. It's Culture Freedom Radio Network. When I like to get some knowledge from some colors, I mean some Negroes, I mean some Afro-Americans, I tune in right here to Culture Freedom Radio. Yes, I'm an old country white guy, but I loves me some Culture Freedom. Man, if they don't keep it raw and uncut and off the chain, I tells you, oh boy. Hey, y'all better keep it locked right here with JoJo Bubba, man, because this is my show. This is the station I listen to for raw and uncut Contest Talk Radio. Culture Freedom, man, in the house. Yeah, because I got friends in low places. Alrighty, 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 my brothers and sisters, welcome in, welcome in one more time right here for Culture Freedom Radio. Have a sit down, have a sit down, sit down. Thank y'all, man. Give y'all self a standing ovation, my brothers and sisters. Thank y'all for tuning in one more time right here to Culture Freedom Radio Network coming in right here. On this fantastical, man, dynamical, beautiful, what they call Sunday, y'all. Sunday afternoon. Man, it is so beautiful outside. I'm telling you, man, it's so beautiful and nice outside today. I know probably somewhere it may be hot as I don't know what. It may be raining. 
Uh, there's places where it's been flooding, but you know, here in Memphis today, pretty nice, pretty nice outside, system, brother. Yes, sir. Man, we're in the house right here for another topic conversation. Um, good, you know, conversation tonight supposed to be tonight, and uh, I say, yeah, conversation. I hope we can stay on topic on. Yeah, I have to say that I got to say it, y'all. Oh, we can stay on topic on tonight, but this is something here we're going to throw out tonight. But first of all, this is what the hell month this is, y'all. This is June the fifth. 2022. This is June the 5th, 2022. What they say, man, time waits for no one, and we damn sure see time ain't waiting for nobody, man. If you ain't utilizing your time properly, you're going to miss out on some things because, man, I'm telling you, these days, these months, these years are flying on by. Uh, yes, sir. But tonight, my brothers, is, um, you want to talk about something tonight. Just throw out something, y'all. This, this is, and this, this topic here is not a wrong, it's not a right. You know what I mean? It's just some conversation, dialogue, conversation. As we say, as my brothers and you know, and the uh, my brothers from the gods and earth, shout out to the gods and earth, peace to the gods. They would say, man, this is just a bill, right? It's a bill. Y'all know what a bill is, right? You know, I just would say we just a bill, just having conversation, dialogue, trying to build the minds of each other, right? Just about you know. Um, Sharing thoughts, sharing perspectives on different things. That's it. That's it, y'all. It's not like Keith Sweat. You know, the Keith Sweat kind of said, y'all, it's a wrong and a right way to love somebody. So this topic really is it's not a wrong way or a right way. You can or you can't. It ain't no knock on nobody. It's not a, a strike against you or nothing. But anyway, tonight's topic of conversation is, does every, the, what the hell I put, y'all? Does everybody believe in something? I don't know if I should have labeled it right. Do any do does everybody believe in something? Y'all know what I mean? Let me go ahead. In the description. Uh I kind of said on today's broadcast we will be discussing the words belief and believe. Because it's still when you say the belief, you're still talking about believe. Some people say they don't believe in anything. They only deal with facts. Is that so, y'all? Is that true? Is that so? Could that be? That you can you have the facts, and you don't believe in nothing. You don't believe in nothing because if you know what the word believe, y'all. Remember that. Stay on that. It's the key words, belief and believe. Yes, sir. So that means that all the information that someone knows have obtained, right, obtained, obtained, I can't get that word right, y'all, has been all proven to be true, right? So everything that you know or you think you know, or subscribe to, right? You know that for 100% fact as what we use the word truth. There's no belief in it. Everything is factual. Even though there are some things that you cannot see with the naked eye, or you hadn't seen with the physical eye, or you hadn't seen, we've only been told, right? We've only read we know this to be fact, or is there some belief to it? Because it sounds concrete. It sounds solid, right? So we know these things to be a fact. Even though we hadn't, you know, you know, there's a saying that y'all, seeing is believing. Even though we hadn't seen it, that we know this to be fact. Because here's some things, too, I want to throw out there. That sometimes we don't believe it because we don't see it. We don't believe it because we can't see it. Sometimes the, the, the human mind or the human, we want to see it in order to believe it. If we don't see it, fuck it. You know, it just, I don't, I, you know, I don't believe it. 
you know, um, so that give y'all something, my friends, about faith and belief. Not faith and belief, not faith. Um, I believe. And then we're going to look at some dict- dictionary words of this, uh, the definition from the dictionary of, of belief and faith. I'm just throwing this out here, y'all. There ain't no wrong or right tonight. It's just, you know, just asking, you know, perspective. That's what we did it with, perspective, you know, right? Is it okay? We can deal with perspective, right? It, that's Like I said, there's no wrong in a, uh, a person's perspective, is it? You know, and I guess we can believe as long as we're not hurting someone. You can believe in what you want to, as long as you're, what you believe. I know somebody might say that, as long as you're not hurting anybody with what you believe, right? Because, you know, you can believe in terrorism. You can believe that um, what you're doing as a terrorist, because, hell, they do believe that shit, right? By going up, blowing up people, they believe that they are going out there doing this in an act of righteousness, going in a place and blowing folks up. They believe that. Uh, the shootings that we had, right, I mean, that have been, been going on, uh, the mass shootings, maybe, it's, it's according to the media, they believe in a certain doctrine or theology or conspiracy. Just go with the Buffalo thing. Um, they said he, he believed in the uh, so-called doctrine of white replacement theology, and that led him to going out and shooting up the grocery store in Buffalo. Now, according to that's what they say, y'all. I'm just not saying that's factual, but that's what's being put out. So he believed that information, not knowing if it was solid information. If if, if Europeans are, are, are they say so-called white folks are actually being replaced, but they say he believed in that. So I, that's why again I say the word believe, man. This is is is. Ooh, boy, I tell you, there's just English words and things, brother. It can be complicated sometimes. Not really, but I don't think it really is complicated, but we can make it. So um, what was I going? What was I going? Yeah, I think that was it. Uh, I'm just trying to pull up the definition right fast. Let's get the word believe right fast, and we're going to hear and bring these brothers in the house right here. I want to see what my brothers on the panel has to say tonight. And I got to tell you all some information updates. I forgot, too. I got to get the updates on culture freedom. Got some good things coming, my brothers and sisters. Got some good things, 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 things coming right here, man, the culture freedom, brothers and sisters. But anyway, let's get right here right fast, and I'm going to go to the, um, the updates. The word uh, believe. Right, according to Marion Webster's Justice Marion Webster's, you know Webster, uh, he says that not not Justice says, but <laughs> Webster says uh, one definition one uh, point A is to consider to be true, to consider to be true or honest, as it says there, to believe the reports. If you uh, wouldn't believe how long it take. Now, if you wouldn't believe how long it take. And number one, we were saying again. Like something we listen to the news, we listen to the news outlets, and they give us a report about like this, like to say all the shootings and things of this nature, especially down in what's it name, Uvalde, um, and we see that what they've been telling people, and now we're seeing because people believe the initial reports and things of this nature. Let me give y'all one for example. Like they were saying that the teacher at first, they were saying that the teacher went to, uh, she went outside and she propped the door open. And then she went back inside and then left the door propped open. That's how she, uh, he, the shooter, was allowed to get in. But now there's other reports that's coming out saying something different. So somebody probably, we probably believe in the first reports because we don't know, right? We don't know shit. We weren't there. Police weren't either, but, they, you know, this is what they are saying. So a lot of things we do believe, but we, we believe different reports that's come out on CNN News, ABC News, Fox News, whoever the fuck news, we believe 
in some things, even with reports. Um, uh, definition B says, to accept the word or evidence of, I believe in you. I can't believe my eyes. Um, to accept something as true, genuine, or real. To have a firm or wholehearted religious conviction or persecution. To regard the existence of God as a fact. Another one. Uh, to confirm conviction as the goodness, the ability uh, of something. It says to hold an opinion, to be astounded at. So these are just some of the words of belief. I mean, believe. And I'm going to get the word belief right fast. They know they go basically hand in hand. Uh, let me get the word belief right fast. Because um, some people say, man, I don't deal with faith and belief. And I know, like I throw this out. As in the Wabians, we basically, basically that was said. I don't deal with um, brothers who say, well, I don't deal with faith and belief. I don't deal with belief. I only deal with the facts. Now, people say that. Now, I'm not. This is not a knock on anybody. You know, I'm just saying what what's, it has been stated. I don't deal with faith or belief. I don't deal with the belief thing. I only deal with facts. So this is why we look at, so do they truly just only deal with the fact, or that's why I say, do everybody believe in something? Now, you ask me, I'm going to say, damn right, everybody believe in something. Whether you want to acknowledge or not, just going in with the, the words, English terminology and something, everybody believe in something. And I think sometimes we get these words, belief, and what, what happened is uh, dealing with religion, especially us in the West, as so-called uh, Blacks, Afro-Americans, Moors, you know, whatever we, you know, like to be labeled as or titled as. I think, like I said, uh, these faith walks, whether it's Christianity, especially Christianity, truly has messed up a lot of word terminologies with us. And when a person say, well, you believe in something, we automatically, it's just like, not, not meaning probably meaning it, but that actually to, because now a lot of us, we have gotten out of the, so-called church movements and a lot of these things and gotten away. Some people got away from the whole Bible aspect of itself. And but when we hear when somebody said, well, you have a belief or you believe in something, it's like something automatically triggers our mind and start locking you into the thinking that you believe like in Jesus died for your sins. It's like that, like that, 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 that mechanism click in that defense mechanism against this word, because it triggers you back to uh, what they call a religious connotation word, locking you in trying to say, you believe like a Christian may believe or Muslim might believe or Israelite might believe. And we like, no, fuck that. I don't believe nothing. And so we reject the word belief thinking that we're locking you or somebody's locking you into, um, those religious uh, term or the how the religion term, like you believe in God. Now, I don't fuck that. I don't believe in that, bro. I don't do that belief shit, bro. <laughs> but anyway, right fast, the word belief. Uh, it says belief, a state or habit of mind in which trust or confidence is placed in some person or thing. Now we got here, her belief in God, her belief in democracy. I brought the table in the belief that it was an antique Contrary to popular belief, number one, like, let's go back up here. There's Justice part right here. He believed in democracy. A lot of people in America, they believe in the democratic. It's supposed to be a Republican, you know, the state of Republic. For the country, it's supposed to be under the Republic, but with this stand. But they said they believe in this thing called democracy. They believe in it, right? Uh, 
second definition, right, fans? It says something that is accepted, considered to be true, considered to be true. This is belief. Or, uh, or hail as an opinion, something believed, right? But I'm, let me see. One more, and I think his is. The conviction of the truth of some statement or the reality of some being or phenomenon, especially when based on examination of evidence. But there's just some words right here. Y'all know already. Some of y'all probably know the things by the definition. But they're just the things we're going to throw out right there. And also, Susan Brother, I want to come in here right to y'all right fast. Um, I'm here to get these lines open. We got to help, man. We got some good things coming up. We got to uh, trying to make these things. We bring this show back, man. Just some good stuff. We got uh, starting, uh, I think, Thursday. I got to get it. We, get, we got to set a time. But we're going to do a show before Thursday. But we had our sister, who's an elder, who's a real pioneer, been in the freedom fight for such a long, long time. And she used to have a couple of shows, her own show on here on Blog Talk, which I met her, and she had a show right here on Culture Freedom Radio called Strange Fruit Rising, and none other than my good sister, Sister Mama Pearl, the ancient newcomer. Yeah, we want to have, we got something for the sisters and something for the babies. We're going to have a sister here uh, bringing her show back called Strange Fruit Rising. Uh, she's going to be hosting her show on Thursdays, so I might probably do a show with her one day before Thursday so we can get her time and things of that nature uh, where she's going to actually be on. So our good sister, Mama Pearl, is coming back to Culture Freedom Radio Network, holding down her own show. Yes, they're bringing something for the sisters, the sisterhood back as well. So uh, Mama Pearl, the ancient newcomer, have her show. Again, Strange Fruit Rising will be back on air starting, I think it's this week. I think we want to talk about that. We know she's supposed to come on back on this week. And also, brothers and sisters, man, we got the one of the original, the elder, yes, sir, one of the founding pioneers right here of Culture Freedom Radio Network. Man, we're supposed to be chopping it up probably next week, next uh, Saturday. I, th- he, you know, I think he probably might slide in tonight, but I'm not sure. But I uh, know for sure next Saturday we got our good brother, Brother Eric, coming back right here. We're going to be chopping it up with man next week right here on Culture Freedom Radio, man, one of the co-founders, the OGs. I don't like, I don't want to say that word, though. I'm like, here's the gangsters, but one of the elders, the pioneers, Brother Eric, will be in the house, also known to you now, brothers and sisters. Yes, sir, my good brother Eric Muhammad, that's what his name to you, Brother Big Brother Eric, the Nation of Islam, will be in the house with her along with his son, man. And that's why I really got to get into his son, yes, sir, who's soldiering with him as well. His name is Brother Jordan Ali Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum to my brothers and sisters, my brothers out there. Assalamu alaikum and hotel to brother those both of those brothers. They will be in the house chopping it up next week. We will be on next Saturday with them two brothers in the house. It's going to be powerful. I can't wait. I can't wait, man. Long time. We're going to be on next Saturday at 7 p.m. Central. Next Saturday at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Central with Brother Eric. And his son, Brother Jordan Ali Muhammad, we're going to chop it up. We're going to get into some manhood stuff next week, brothers and sisters. We gonna, And that's what we got to do. We're going to get into some of this manhood. We're going to get some men talk around here. Y'all know what I mean? We're going to have some man talk. So we're going to chop it up around here, brothers and sisters. We're going to bring it back. Bring back some of that old school culture freedom, man, that y'all fell in love with. I'm saying, I'm saying y'all fell in love with it. Y'all liked a long time ago. We finna bring it on. So I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, we finna bring this thing back. Like I said the other day, 
Justin Timberlake says he's bringing sexy back. We ain't bringing no sexy, y'all. We bringing the knowledge on. We bringing it on. So we get ready for that one, my brothers and sisters, next Saturday. And well, like I said, I'm gonna do a show uh, one day this week. I'm gonna to introduce her back into the you know the platform, and then she will be doing her show on Thursday. Um, so let me see here. I was looking for somebody. Dave, you in the house? I don't know which number you are. Um, probably have to raise your hand, brother, because I see your number. I don't know if there's you. Uh, but I see we do have a call on right fast. Uh, area code five uh, five one two. Peace to Western Culture Freedom Radio. You have any thoughts, comments on the word faith and belief? Peace to you. Area code five five one two. Area code five one two. Okay. Well, maybe you hit one by mistake. Okay, bring Dave on. Right I see you, Dave. Area code five one two. Okay, I got you. And I think I'm okay. Uh, I ask you, get choked up, get choked up. Brother Dave, shalom to you, my brother. Peace, peace. Welcome back into Culture Freedom. We're in the house. Hey, brother Alphamir, your mic is open, too. Yes, sir. Brother Alphamir, your mic open, too. We got you. We got you. Yeah, shalom, shalom, shalom. Uh, I would like to say uh, peace and blessings, shalom, uh, from the Hebrew Israelite nation and uh, from Liberation Tabernacle Ministries of Yah. I would like to give a shout out to Alive Five Radio, and uh, that's something uh, that I'm going to be uh, bringing back too for a little while too. We're going to be uh, we're going to have the lines here too for a little while, um, right along with Liberation Capital Ministries with uh, uh, my good dear brother uh, Maury Aviah Israel, aka Brother Sunray, and. Um, I would like to say Shema Israel of the Nalahena of the Nalahena of the Nalahena of the Nalahena of the Nalahena. And I would like to say uh, peace out across uh, Freedom Radio, man. It's good to be in the building. Oh, uh, man. And, and, and Justice, I heard you on the Moon Man show last night. I heard Moon Man getting into you last night, man. Yeah. Oh damn! I missed that one, Dave. Damn! Yeah, yeah he's not I, even. He's not I, even. He's not even in here right now. He's not in the house right now. Damn! I missed that well, one. Well, Moon Man said, "Give me a yes or a no." And he, uh, 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 he'll try to back check Moon Man. I was like, "No, no, no, Moon Man." <laughs> Moon Man getting no him last night. I was, I was. I ended up falling asleep after half of it, but Moon Man was talking about his new phone he had got. He said his old phone that fell apart or something, but he said he got my new phone with more, more memory. But, but I'm going to get into it a little bit uh, when, when I see Justin again. But uh, also, I want to say um, with um, that, I want to welcome back uh, brother, brother Eric Muhammad, uh, uh, the Culture Freedom Radio, bro, for a long time coming, brother. For a long time, no see. I'm glad you come back, and you, you know you got your son coming back too. That's that's a good thing. I love to see the father and son dynamic, and that's a positive image to have in the black community right now, because we do yes, need sir. that. And yes, sir. Uh, we, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing, you know, and, and like I said, brother, teach hard. We need you to teach them teachings of Elijah, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. You know, I was, I was a student. I was a, a Muslim for over six years. I was a student. I 
I enjoyed the nation, but I wasn't under Farrakhan. But we still, it's all universal, brother. You know, it's all coming back on one, which is audible, and who taught freedom, justice, and equality. You know, and trust Elijah Muhammad. He, even though he had problems with his son Wallace, and Wallace know he couldn't denounce the teacher. He know ain't no other teacher like what he taught his father taught. We need some more old school black men out there like that. Like the brother said, the OGs. We need that. I, I love being around the OGs like that. Man. And we and we need that. So uh, welcome back, uh, Eric Muhammad, uh, brother Eric Muhammad. I, I I love the stuff you used to talk, brother. You know, I, I would love to hear your voice. I know I know him being out there in Oakland. You know, the Oakland brothers go hard. They roll hard in Oakland. And uh, I, I know you had the brothers like. Uh, the late great Dr. Yusuf Bay out there, the old black Muslim maker, the late great. You know, he 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 taught he he was a strong brother. You know, he was a strong brother. You know, when when the sister Tasha Harlan they got killed by the Asian in the store in in Cali back in the day, it was the brothers at the old black Muslim maker. Who, who stepped up and, and started tearing them damn stores up because of what the Asians had did. And that's what the kind of brothers we need to, to stand by our sisters and to stand by our brothers. I don't care if you're Muslim. I don't care if you're a Hebrew Israelite. I don't care if you're a Mason. I don't care if you're Afrocentric. We need some strong men out here. And the words of Alexander O'Neill, we need all two men out here. And so I'm going to get to a scripture real quick. I'm going to get into the scripture because you went into uh, the, the belief in God. It was, that's what we're talking about tonight. Well, and actually, I it's, not just, it's not, oh, it's like, y'all. Well, it ain't just belief in God. It's just just the word dealing with the word belief and believe. It don't. It is it, not concentrated on belief in God. Uh, it just like do you, do you believe just in anything? You know, um, just using the word highlighting the uh, or they say keywords belief. Because like I was saying, some people say they don't believe. Um, they don't like I said. As Nawabians, I just go. I'm gonna use them as an example. I, I remember a lot of Nawabians say, "Man, well, I don't deal in. Uh, I don't deal with." Now, they say faith and belief, but basically they said, I don't deal in this belief stuff, bro. I only deal with facts. So it's just not, you know, predicated to dealing with God. We're just talking about belief. And I, I guess I'm just, I, another thing I can say is, like, you, you can believe uh, you're dating a woman and she's the only one, you're the only one she's, she's messing with. Or a woman can be, you know, the same, vice versa. And, like, I, I'm going to go with the man part. A woman can believe that a man is only he only love her, he only care for her, and he's the only one she that he's messing with. Um, but hell, he got a whole bunch of side pieces. I mean, that's why I use the man because the song side pieces. He got three, four side pieces on the side. But she truly believes that this dude he only care for her, and vice versa. This 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 man might believe that this woman is the only one. That uh that he that, that she's dealing with and hell she got another dude on the side you know that song she got a chick on the side you know uh 
so yeah, so that yeah, you can believe these type of things, but does that make it uh, factual? Because some of people say that I don't believe. So like I said, do the information they have, do they know it's concrete? Just because it sounds good, does it make it factual? Because we know we've been told a lot of goddamn lies and, and, and a lot of misconception, I'm going to say, on certain things, and we thought it was factual. And we're like, man, I only deal with the facts. And then come around, it wasn't factual. It sounded good at that moment, even though they they kind of showed you some shit. You know, excuse my language. They showed you some stuff that it sounded good at that time. It resonated. It seemed to be factual. That, that's how you know the Quran says right fast, but I'm going to throw it back to you, that truth, uh, truth is mixed with falsehood. So, you know, do we actually know? So a lot of things that, that we do believe, but people want to deny. They don't want to use their word and say, I don't deal with faith. I mean, I don't deal with belief, or, or I don't believe, brother. I only deal with facts. So that's what we're going into, like that. Go ahead, brother. All right. So, and um, I'm uh, glad you wrote that down, brother. Now, I'm going uh, to get into something. Deuteronomy 6 and 4, which I always quote, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is me. Now, I talked about this yesterday. Uh, uh, did you upload that Shabbat? That I did last night? Yes, sir. Come on. You know, I'll upload it. It's up there. Okay, okay. Now, I'm going to quote something that I said on that spot. Now, I went into, I went into, on that spot, I went into something. I went into the, the uh, commandments and the politicians. Now, the reason why I went into to that, and if y'all listen to it, I went in on the uh, Marcel Dixon guy that's running for the House and Senate at a uh, house, uh, one of the houses in the, uh, in the uh, what do you call it, the politics. And I talked about uh, Jim Clyburn, who was running in South Carolina against them. Mm-hmm. Now, I talked about this guy, Marcel Dixon, who is OPJ. But he's a Democrat. Justin, I'm not throwing yeah. no shots at you tonight. Now, <laughs> in that lecture, I kind of went into this that we're talking about, but it's at a different angle. Now, when it comes time for believing in something, it doesn't make it factual. See, the reason why I went into Marshall Dixon, now, we know all politicians are all fucked up. We know that. But but when it comes time for for a lot of the politicians who are black, we listen to the doctrine. We listen to them tell us words. We listen to them tell us, you know, tell us stuff, give us promises. 
like the group naked eyes say, you made me promises, promises. You know, you we hear all these promises. But there's nothing there. They get up in there, and they don't do nothing. Now, this Marcel Dixon guy who is openly gay now, everybody, and I don't know if you've been keeping up with it, He's been, he, he don't push the, no Torah. He don't push no Bible. He, he, all he pushes is, you know, uh, black folks' reparation. And don't get me wrong, I'm a black American. I want some reparation. Don't get me wrong. But I know we ain't getting shit. Be honest with you, if we did get something, they're going to raise the damn prices on everything. <laughs> now, when it came time for this Marcel Dixon guy, his life that he is leading is no different than any other politician. He's, he says he's gay. Rarely does he talk about being gay, which is the reason why a lot of black people like him. But when it comes time for that being gay, if he gets elected right over Jim Carburn in South Carolina, we got to ask ourselves, is he going to push this LGBT doctrine inside the school system? Is he going to push this inside of these uh, 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 black communities? Now, you know, we see, you know, a lot of these brothers and sisters who are saying that they are gay. Now, being gay is against God because Leviticus 18.22, the Ashtalatam of mankind's womankind's abomination. Now, two men can't have no damn kids. Two women can't have no damn kids. A transsexual can't have no damn kids. So when we're talking about this, this foolishness in the world, this is factual. They can't have kids. They can't reproduce. That's not natural. So regardless if they don't believe, a person don't believe in that, this is why the world is messed up because they don't have nothing to stand on. You know, and when we hear these guys say that, oh, yeah, they, they ain't got time for that God stuff, well, guess what? Your life is messed up. See all these guys like smoking weed. You know, smoking weed all day, drinking, smoking drugs. I'm going to tell you something. That's not, we got to keep our bodies clean. Y'all taking these vaccinations. I'm going to tell you something. This world, man, the way this world is going, ain't nobody black going to be around. And so if we do, you know, decide that, yeah, they do decide to give us some reparations, black Americans, okay, what we going to do, buy weed? What we going to do, buy, buy hookers all day? It's going to be something and more. Now, I, even though I know black Wall Street was boule Negroes, one thing I respect about them they all 
was into the Bible, even though that they was in some of these Greek churches and all that, they still believed in the Bible. And that's something that we have to get in our people again because we just be black all day. We can be black power all day. We can be black. We can deal, we can deal with, okay, we, you can, oh, oh, yeah, we don't need God. But guess what? You don't need it sometime in your life because you smoke a weed because you make sleep with other men because men walk around girls cold, being a fucking tranny. That's not the way it goes. Two women sleep with other sleep with each other. It's not the way to go. And so I don't care what nobody say. That's why politics is all messed up right now because there's no Torah. It's no, it's no Torah. And this is something that we need to get back on to. I don't care what none of y'all say. Torah, this is factual, man. We we can't we can't have no world but without a God. We can't have no world without a uh, uh, but without some law. We need some law. Cause what if we do get reparations and we do get some land? Well, everybody's going to be crackhead. We is what we're going to do, sit on reservation, sit on our land, and just be crackheads, or just, that's going to be terrible, man. Well, well, Dave, uh, yeah, I, I understand where you're going. Damn, we had Joe on the line. We had a call. Joe, call back in if you still listen, Joe. Call back into it, because uh, we did have a caller, but he, he kind of dropped off. But I understand what you're saying about it. They, you know, about believe and and because, like I said, you okay. So you do you believe, right? You have, do you believe in something or have a belief in something, right? This is my culture. He, this is his culture. Is my culture. No, I'm I'm just using the. See, now check it out. What I'm doing, brother. I'm trying to stick with. I'm not trying to dig. I'm not trying to dig with Torah or okay. So yes, I, let's I, keep I believe it, let's, let's in Let's keep it there with you. So you believe, I believe in Torah. I Yahweh. Yeah. So you believe. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to yeah. stick to. You know, you, you you do believe in something. Yeah. So outside of that, is there anything else that maybe you, you believe to or, I mean, you have a belief on or believe in? No. All I believe in Torah. Yahweh. Yah Elohim Yahweh his Torah. That's why I believe in that that's that's that that that's that's me. If I ain't got Yahweh, I ain't got shit. Okay. And now and see that we even ride with that one. Now, even with that, so so you say you believe in Torah, you believe in Bible, you believe in Yah. Some people, as you say, we get here. Some people believe and I'm, y'all know tonight because we got to deal with keywords. Notice these going to be my keywords tonight. Some people believe that the Bible is not true, that people in the Bible did not exist. They believe that that Bible ain't nothing but garbage. That that's what they believe. So that's why I say, man, we we the belief is everybody believe in something now because we're using this English, and this is the way we are communicating, y'all. Let's 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 do this a bit. And all I mean I'm bringing this out is because. You can think how you want it. You can have your perspective basically how you want it. Hell, it ain't no matter to me. It ain't no dog in my – I mean, well, I have no dog in this fight. I'm just be using – I'm just using these words how when we're saying these use 
belief because, like I said, we, we sometimes we're having conversation with each other, especially what we might say a person who's dealing with knowledge of self or dealing with consciousness who are into this consciousness thinking. And I know how sometimes it's like, you know, we have this conscious PhDs, you know, we have these, <laughs> and I'm kind of playing around, but, you know, we think we have, we think like different than, than the average person. So everything, man, is real technical, somewhat technical with words, somewhat. Um, and when you use this word, I believe, like, again, it's like a, a, a mechanism kick on, and it automatically, like, you think about when somebody say the word belief, it's switch on, like, uh-uh, I don't believe, hell no, I don't believe, because it actually they're thinking again, you're trying to lock them into a belief, like Islam, Christianity, and what they might say, Judaism or Israelite, and we're not talking about believing in that way. Yeah, everybody believes. Okay, when you sit down in a chair, you believe that goddamn chair going to hold your ass up. You don't, like, you go to the doctor's office. You don't know nothing about that damn chair. You're getting ready to sit down, and you've never been there before. You sit down in that chair. That's why, brother, I've heard pastors and stuff use this thing about faith before uh, and faith and belief. You go in there, you can sit down in that chair. You don't have no idea if that damn chair is somebody broke it before you came in, and you soon as you sit down in that motherfucker, that motherfucker fall. Boom. It's like you believe that this chair is actually going to hold you up or something to that degree. You have no idea. You just automatically sit down as a chair. Go have a seat. Okay. You can sit down, sir. You can sit down, ma'am, until we call your name. You automatically go over there and just have a sit. You don't know. You don't know. So like I said, we use these words, and sometimes, like I said, we have like I don't, I don't deal with belief. I only deal with the facts. Sometimes you believe before you even get the fucking facts, right? Sometimes we believe in certain things until we research and find out. Then we might get the proof that these things actually happen. Like some people right now, they believe in UFO, what they call UFOs, or um, unidentified, as they say, uh, you know, crafts. And maybe they seen some stuff in the air, but some people believe in it. Some people are like, nah, I don't believe that shit. And I give you another one day since you mentioned you believe in Yah or whatnot, right? You believe in that aspect of dealing with the Bible and, you know, the creator, right? There's people who believe in this science that's called evolution who believe that we evolved from primates. But it would be just some of them that say, I don't believe in God. I don't, be- I don't do it with belief. But you believe in evolution. You believe that we came from primates. Number one, and, and how you know we, that's where we came from? How you know there was a homo? And then a lot of times they only found a, they found a, a, a skull. They maybe only found a skull or a goddamn leg bone. And they said, well, see, this was this was the one of this was a first uh, what you call this a uh, pre anatomically man. You know, before we became Homo sapiens, they only found like a skull, a jawbone. Uh, one damn bone or two, maybe a whole head. Sometimes I think they said they found the body, but it, sometimes it's only one. I know that they said they did. They don't find a whole clan of these. Uh, I hadn't seen now. Maybe they have, y'all. I'm just maybe put that on record. Maybe they have, but for, for why I've ever, ever seen, it may be just a jawbone or whatever else, something that they may find, and uh, sometimes whole bodies. But I don't see. I hadn't seen anywhere that they showed where they found the whole tribe of just, like, said Neanderthal. Now, I'm just putting it on record, y'all. I hadn't seen it. I'm not saying they hadn't did it, because I ain't seen every goddamn thing. Um, and they'll say, well, see, this was a whole group. This was a group called um, Neanderthal, Homo hoblis, Homo so-and-so. And some people believe that. 
do they is is that actual facts? Like if people would be believe in the pale down man was a part of the evolutionary chain. Then they found out the pale down man, that was a bunch of bullshit. I hope I'm saying that right. I think it was the pale down man. Then they found out there was a bunch of BS because some fool took a fountain skull and he mixed it with it. I think it was a, actually a gorilla skull. And he mixed different stuff in and saying this was the, because they said that's a missing link. And he said, well, here you go. Here go the missing link right here. The pale down man. They had, then they, they went on with that, that, that theory for a long time. And then they had to come back and retract that. But people had believed that shit. They believed it because this fool found the fucking skull of a gorilla and, and a orangutan or something. I forgot that whole story, y'all. But they had people believing that shit. And they might don't believe in no no God like Unc them. They they don't they say they atheist. Unc say he's an atheist. He believe in evolution. He believe in, you know, us being primates or come through the evolutionary chain like I was talking about. He believe but he ain't gonna say he believe now. I'm gonna make put it on record. They're not gonna say he believe, but he do he truly do believe because he don't know. He don't know if that shit is true or not. You know how do you know that fucking shit is true? Again, let's go with beliefs. Let's look at the definition again. Um, the feeling of being certain that something exists or it is true. Uh, I'm looking up this uh, dictionary at Cambridge.org this time instead of Webster's Cambridge. Um, and it says, something that you believe. It says, all religions and political beliefs should be respected equally. That's just what Cambridge says. I'm trying to get to some more. It, uh, the feel, The feeling of being certain that something exists or is true. See, then still again, we're dealing with you, you thinking that something really exists or something is true. That's all belief. It ain't nothing, man, mystical or, you know, just that to lock you in. You know, ain't nothing wrong with having believing. We all believe in something, man. I'm saying we all do believe in something. But I like that we don't want to. Not because we think in the word again is only defined by religious religious connotation is that you believe in God, like my brother David saying. You have to when you say believe, that meaning you got to use the definition as a Bible believer um, has, and many things you know we believe in. But go ahead, Doc. I'm trying to look up something else, too, as I'm saying, to go into some stuff as, like I said, the Wavians. Because I used to hear that shit all the time from the Wavians. And no knock on the Wavians, but I used to hear it all the time. I don't believe, but I want to deal with the facts. I want to deal with the facts. You know, but, you know. You know. Now, let me say something, too. Because yes, let me go to uh, Job 8 and 8. There, there's something I want to read in Job 8 and 8 for you all. Job eight, eight. Eight, one, eight. Oh shit. Oh, before you do that, Dave, let me read that because you were saying something about that brother LJ had come a uh, piece of the brother LJ as well. Peace to bear uh, uh LJ. I always have a good deal with my good brother, man, brother LJ, man. Peace to my brother, peace to the God. Uh he says something you were talking about God. He says, We um we in a world now and it's supposed to be a God and this God allows kids and innocent folks to die, so ain't ain't, ain't nothing to believe. So I don't know if you want to address that one, Dave. Now, you know what, LJ, I, I love you, brother. 
I love you, brother. But I, I'm going to tell you something about that. I'm, I'm going to tell you something about that. Now, LJ, I, I don't know what he stand on. Uh, you know what LJ stand on? Yeah, he's a god. He's a god. Uh, Nation gods on earth. Okay. Okay, brother. You know now, the lesson today. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm, I'm a, hey, I done been Muslim. I, hey, I was a former, you know, FYI, so I know all that stuff. Now, listen, LJ. Now, it says, now, let me ask you something. Now, that, now, they, now, when you go into the lesson, it says, who is the original man, an Asian black man, man, going to planet Earth? God of the universe. Now, I'm glad you just asked that question. What is, you say you're God, but did you, the next God's Earth, say they're God. You stand on that. I'm, I'm beating up on this God's Earth, you know, some of y'all, you know, brothers and sisters, you know. I respect you, but I'd rather y'all be in there for a while. At least y'all have training. And at least y'all have, you know, some kind of, what what you call it, uh, not just foundation, but what do you call it? You'll have some kind of restrictions on your life. We know next to God's earth, they allow you to smoke weed. We know they allow you to do anything y'all want. Now, listen at this, LJ. Y'all say y'all God. You just asked that question. What kind of God allow, allow innocent kids to get killed? Okay, let's start this. Y'all say y'all all God. Lessons, first lesson, who is the original man? That Asiatic black man. The maker, the owner of the cream of the planet Earth, God of the universe, father of civilization. Y'all say the father is uh, equals fat hurt to born the babies. Is that right? Y'all got the lesson. Pull the lesson up. Y'all know. I'm, quote, I'm quoting it because I know. Say that. Hold on. Say that again, brother. Basically. They said, father means fat hurt to born the baby. Mm. Right? That's what the God's earth say. Father, fat hurt to born the baby. Okay? So the father is supposed to be God. If it's a man, make make it the owner, the cream of the planet earth, the God of the universe, father of civilization. Now you asking me what God allows innocent kids get killed. Aren't you God? LJ, I know I'm I i do not want to piss you off now on this. I'm not beating up on you, bro. I'm not, day, not, I, not, not I I can give you that answer. Now, I'm giving it to you, you know, my brother. Like I said, we be having some bills, you know, personally. Now, and we've had those conversations. But, 
Now, what he's no, like, you know, according, you know, according to the they're not this. saying God like that. They're talking about God in the sense of basically, like, you know, we say, man, you the head of your household, you, your universe. That universe is talking about is 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 just pertaining. Like I said, if you got a wife, children, you got a family, that's your universe. You the God of that, and uh, and, and brother broke it down to me oh. one day. It's like it's not to be like they say they don't take that that lesson like that literal. When you like, maybe it, it, it's different. Like like for you and I, maybe when we looked at it, how the honorable Elijah Muhammad teaching. Now the nation got they've got a a different. I mean, I'm saying this, saying this respectfully because we had a deal on it. They're not, when they say that we're the God of the universe, you heard me say that before about that. They're not talking about that like we think about out in the, in the uh, quasars and in, in, uh, in the celestial skies. It's talking about basically the universe is being, and I'm, and I'm just kind of getting the way I can give it, uh, your meet, like home, your family life, and things of this nature. I, I, I should have pulled it back up with this check. But, oh, um, okay. but like I said, yeah, but like you said, my Go ahead. We we need to have a whole what? show on that, and even dealing with the concept of God, because that is a that title, that word. Like I said, these English terminologies mess a lot of shit up for a lot of us. So we need that would be something that we can get into. Maybe this definition of God, and I think that's what have messed a lot of people up. Um, coming from ancient languages, ancient um, meaning to this English. And we're and we're we're gonna go back and forth with this shit all night, and then I really don't want to get into that too much because we're we'll never get anywhere billing on that really with that God because everybody we we again just like faith and belief we're gonna have our different perspective because based upon our understanding of the word God, and if now because we went to these ancient languages I don't give a fuck if it was in the Medunedda. Um, but they might use the netters. We talk about Hebrew. We might say Allahim, and we don't because you know most Jews don't even use the fucking word, or Hebrews don't use the word God. We don't even fuck with that context. That, that's that's biblical Christianity Bible translations that put God. In. You know we don't even have to fuck with that word. That you know I said it in a minute when I be when I was in the tabernacle. I don't like this word God. I don't use it, and I go and give the meaning from the Hebrew. Or whatnot. I, so, but we'll get into that. We man, that'll be uh, and that whole context, like LJ, that's a good question. I've heard people ask that, and that's a good thing that need to be addressed. That's a whole other show by itself. So, if you say you believe in this person or power that um, that's supposed to have a control, like people say, man, God is uh, uh, in control of the affairs of man. So, why does he allow? I'm using this term, he allow these type of things, that is a good question to have. That's a good deal to well, have. Well, so just can't me, say we've got to stuff. believe. we got to be able to address those questions because that yeah. is a lot of people yeah. ask this, and that's why a lot of people get away. But we got to teach us. we got to be able to address those. We just can't say, well, you got to believe, brother. You know, well, you, well, that's your goddamn fault you don't believe in God. That's not addressing the question because people sincerely want to know because, again, we've been taught this. We've been told that God has controlled the affairs of man. He's in control, this entity or whatnot is in control of the lives of man. And then when certain things happen and people call on this entity and nothing happened, they like, hey, y'all had me believing this shit. See, there you go. Y'all had me believing in this shit, man, and ain't nothing, he ain't coming to save us. 400 years of slavery and such and such and such. How come we were calling on where the hell he was at? 
So these are legitimate. They they are legitimate questions that I think a lot of people. I don't give a fuck if it's Islam, Christianity, uh, Israelite tradition. You need to be able to start addressing these two questions instead of just trying to beat the person down who asked the question and make them feel like they in manifested error. We need to be able to address it because if you say you're a representation, a representative of this, I don't know, supreme or this god or whatever you like to label it, you need to be able to answer this. If you're going to have somebody saying, well, you got to believe in it, if you're going to push this doctrine that says, hey, man, and push the doctrine of that, you got to be able to um, defend that goddamn doctrine. Well, not defend, but actually break that down. And this is why people push back on the word belief and believe. That's why they push back. Because of certain things like this, why why is this happening? I got some answers, but you know, this ain't the show for it tonight. But uh, let, but, let, let, let me answer what LJ asked me. Now, listen at this. We walk around here, we say we God. We ask why does God do this? Why he do that? Now. If five, if the gods of Earth, the nation of Islam, some of these folks, or the pro-black organizations, we say we original. We say we the God. We say we created, create that. Why don't we create a plan to stop that from happening? You understand what I'm saying? Same thing with the buffalo shoot. All those black people in there, and ain't none of them know how to hop over a damn uh, skinny white boy to grab the gun out of his hand. You know, we do it to each other, but we won't do it to nobody else. See, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said we got to stop with all that. You know, I'm not beating up on the concert, but I'm just saying, man, you know, he the only way to say. Yeah, uh, that ain't all ones to say they 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 the God that they the risen that they the founder. All the people say it too, and we got like I said, we got to get out of that. We really do. We we really do. You know, because like I said, man, you don't know and I don't know. You don't. That could have been. See, when we're getting into. Uh, the Illuminati, when we get into some of these secret societies and all that, hell, we, <laughs> so many conspiracies, you know, hell, we got a lot of those conspiracy organizations. Do you know uh, they believe in the Bible? I talk about it all the time in Masonry. Three grand lights is all about square cup. You can't be a mason without professing your your God being your uh, uh, creator. That's what the G mean within the square cup is God. So we got to really ask ourselves. We got to really ask ourselves, why are we challenging this belief? We got to really ask ourselves, if, if, if we're the ones that start all of them, then maybe we need to go and look at it and, and reevaluate it and do something with it. Because I'm going to tell you something. Clarence 13X, 
He was a damn god of love, but he was smoking weed and he got killed. <laughs> he got killed. If he was God, he wouldn't have got killed. Yeah, y'all say that 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 we uh that we created karate and stuff. That means do no martial arts and kick the gun out of whoever had to kill. Well, yeah. you know that's some that, that's some person shit. I don't want to get into no no shotgun, man. I don't want to get into no shotgun because we just talking about person. He dead right there. We get into some personal back and forth beef shit, and I ain't I ain't trying to do that shit, man. I ain't trying. We ain't trying to get into no shit like that, man, because that like because you know I'm not trying to get in caught up in shit like that, man. You know, but I don't even want to do that shit like that, though. Boy. I understand what you're saying, but. We don't want to get into that, you know, talking about what he, how he got killed and what he got killed for. And, you know, that's, that's really, we, we, we taking shit now. See, this is what, what, what culture freedom, this is why I'm liking what culture freedom we, we're trying to do. We're trying to bring back, because it's culture freedom. You know, this, like I said, this platform is, is, is for brothers, especially brothers. So, you know, our, our aim target is dealing with, situation for us as so-called black men and women and or melanated as my brother uh what's his name solution might say african-american whatever title man i don't give a damn whatever your cultural background whatever your philosophy be this is for us to discuss issues and try to come up with some solutions to our things that ailing us the things that's plaguing us and the thing of that nature i don't want no fucking sign out of tv i don't need all that shit i ain't ready because see this is why i'm saying and, and I'm, i'll just say this brother I'm about to say this, and this is why I'm I'm, I'm loving that Eric Dem is coming back, Sister Mama Pearl is is coming back, so we can get this thing back on track. Because I'm gonna tell y'all, man, gotta step y'all game up now, brother. Because we finna go into some motherfucking full throttle on here. We finna go into some full throttle. If you, if we can't answer these goddamn questions in dialogue and be able to man go into some stuff, bro, you are gonna get smoked out. We're gonna get smoked out, but. Culture freedom, man, this is for – we don't give a fuck what your philosophy. We got to work. Listen, we know we have problems. We have disagreements with different organizations, what they believe or what they subscribe to and what they teach. We understand that. And that is, you know, and that's, that's fine. That's human. That's what human do. Disagree sometimes. But as us as a people who's damn near, as they say, damn near the bottom of the goddamn chain and everything – like we said, they're bringing in Hispanics and shit. So they're going to be the, the majority of the population on, the, on this planet and in society. We ain't got time to be fucking around arguing with each other over what you believe and what you subscribe to. You believe in God. You believe in that. Hey, man, listen here, man. Get your God. Get your belief. Or uh, Even if you say you God, hey, let's get together and let's be. Or get your God. Bring it to the field. Your spirituality. Get whatever the fuck you got. Let's bring it to the field. And, man, let's get in this motherfucking this, this thing. And, man, let's get our shit together, man. Let's clean up our community. Let's clean our people up. That's what we got to do. Fuck all this arguing about what you believe in. I'm, I'm not with this shit, man, because I study a little bit of every fucking day. I'm not going to argue with you what you believe. I might disagree with some things, especially if it comes from something. I said, well, brother, you know, sister, I don't mind, you know, saying why well, I disagree with that because of the original text or X, Y, Z. Um, and it's something we do have to disagree with on some doctrine because certain things are being taken out of context or whatnot, you know. Um, like you and I, Dave, we might say about the Messianic. 
uh, how they'll take the Torah and trying to fit and say, there's Jesus, and they got people waiting on Yahweh Shah. Now, something like that. They got people waiting on Yahweh Shah to come back and, 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 and like you said, straighten out, like LJ is kind of saying, that to try to straighten out all this fucking mess. I mean, we got to be the ones that do it. Because then I'm going to bring you a call. I see an uh, uh, unknown call. I'm going to bring you in. It's like, is it not that Genesis says that I would, my spirit would not always dwell in man? See, this Bible is deep, man. That's why I tell y'all, I don't take this stuff literal. You got to be able to understand it, brothers and sisters. That's why Elijah Muhammad said. The Elijah Muhammad said the Bible is a poison book. But people took that and just left it right there. See, the Bible is a poison book if it's not properly missed, if it's not properly understood. And it is. And that's why a lot of people have problems because it's not understood. Because we have Christian pastors teach us shit and, and, and wait on the law. Wait on the law. Now, if you, that's why I say when I go into Torah and I go in there and I see what was supposed to have been told to Moses. Now, we just, I'm just going with the story right fast. And I don't want to make this no Bible show. But if you take that, and this is how I take this. When he told Moses to go and tell Pharaoh and go and free my people out of the land, I'm just going to y'all the narrative of the story. Moses went and did that. Moses went and did. He physically, according to the story, he physically went in and freed his people. Didn't no God come down out of the damn sky and do it? Didn't he do it? Then when they went into the land and take the land from the Canaanites, who did that? Did the God, or we say God, I hate this damn term, God. But I got to use it right now, so I'm using it. Did the God come down out of the sky? Did he go in there and take the land? And say, huh, here y'all go right there. Just go and walk on in there. No, he told them they had to go in there and, and clean out and, and get rid of the enemy. So the thing here is, whether you believe in a, a God or not, brothers and sisters, it's going to take us to do this shit. At a sister Rita Franklin funeral, peace and blessings be upon her soul. The pastor, the, the pastor, I'm sorry, the pastor who utilized her named Jasper Williams. Some, that's why I like kind of some things he was saying, but that shit went over people's head. He was saying that black people, we are the ones who's, and that's a Christian pastor. He said, we are the ones who got to get ourselves out of our condition. We got to do it. Now, you know, pastor, you tell you, Jesus, wait on the law, but Jesus going to get you out. No, this pastor said, and he's true, we are going to be, have to be the ones to get ourselves out of our situation. So anything, whether it's these babies, like these mass shootings get killed, don't you wait on the motherfucker to come out in the sky and save your children. I'll be the first one. Y'all know I thought the Tanaga and, and, and everything else. Don't don't you wait on them. Don't you, brother and sister, don't please don't y'all wait on nobody to side. Don't you wait on fucking Joe Biden. Don't you wait on none of them. I'll fuck up Elvis. Does Donald Trump come back as a president? Don't you wait on none of these motherfuckers to come in and try to save your babies. That's your children. That's your seed. You have to save your children. You have to fucking protect your children. Nobody's going to come out the fucking sky and save you. When brothers and sisters, we was in slavery and, 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 and chattel slavery here in America, who the fuck got us out? Didn't we do it? What did they say? Y'all want to do it? Didn't we do it? Was it people, human individuals that did it? Or did somebody come out the goddamn sky and do it? Was it the UFOs or crafts? They came down and, 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 and um, like Independence Day, hovered over America, and somebody jumped down out the spaceship, and we here to free y'all. No. It was human individuals who did that shit. 
So again, whether whether I believe and I do kind of subscribe to a I can't put it in words, y'all. Sometimes something it may sometimes I say a mystery God or something outside of myself. It's like I get inspiration and I understand. It. I probably can't articulate it enough for everybody because, like I said, sometimes you can't. Me and, me and brother Eric were having this discussion earlier today. But the thing here is, brothers and sisters. See, because Christian, I, I got to say it again. Christianity have screwed our fucking minds up, and some religious things have fucked our minds up, saying somebody gonna do something for you, when the text be telling you itself that you got to do this, baby. You can't wait on no motherfucking body to do this. You gonna have to do this. If you hungry, get your ass up and go get something to eat. Ain't nobody gonna bring your shit to you. If you if you need some finances, you got to go and get it. You got to go get it. Because a lot of stuff, man, this light on my hair up and shut up. But you, as even the Bible says, man, God is in you. Not to say you are that, but it says that God dwells in you. The spirit of the Most High dwells in you. But still, again, it all depends on what you going to fucking do. So what, the reason a lot of babies are getting killed and these type of things are happening because we as human beings, not no unseen force can come and do shit physically. Not no unseen force gonna come in here and stop no fucking bullets. That shit depends. That's us, man. Us who allowing this shit to happen. Human form. We're allowing this shit to happen. We got to be the ones that do it. Again, Bible and Quran. Bible and Quran says this. That says, now, and both of them tell. You see that what Elijah Muhammad said again. You have to understand the book. Bible and Quran, it says, I call it, now the whole Quran, the Bible said, I, I, I'll give you power and dominion. I mean, so you got the power to run this motherfucking thing. So he gave power and dominion to you, according to the Bible, to not, that I gave man power and dominion over the fish of the, of the, of the, of the I always say the fish of the air, the birds of the, of the air, the fish of the sea, and every goddamn living thing on this planet. He gave you the power, so you the goddamn one who wanted this. And the Holy Quran said, I created man as a caliph. A caliph means a successor. So when a, a king or a person stepped down from their high position, who and their successor come in, they mean they take over, right? Don't they take over? So you have taken over. Even though we don't know who, what it is and what force it, what we can try to call it, about a title, a name, an attribute, who created this heaven, who put us on this motherfucker, but right now, we running this, man. We running this shit because we've been given power and dominion. We are the caliphs of this planet. So if our babies are getting killed, it's our fucking fault. It's our fucking fault because we got disagreeable beings that's on the planet doing these diabolical things. We are in control of the affairs of this planet Earth. Yeah, whether we believe in something outside of it or who created us and maybe whatnot, but we are in control of, of the human affairs, brothers and sisters. So if the killing and the stopping that all of this mass raping and murdering and anything going to have to stop, we got to do it. Now, you might say I'm, I'm done under, like, like the, um, the brothers and sisters of the day said, man, this was done under divine inspiration. I was divinely inspired Notice, they done shit because they say they were divinely inspired. But what did they do? They did shit. Then we talk about Elijah Muhammad. Elijah Muhammad built the nation because he said he was told by God to do so-and-so. And look what that done. 
They did it they fucking selves, man. We got to do this. We don't have to straighten this shit out. So the situation that goes, so, man, that's what I'm saying, man. I, you know, I get hyped, man, because, you know, I, I, we just, we, we make shit that's, we make shit so fucking difficult. Excuse my language, y'all. Excuse my elders. We make shit so difficult for our fucking self because of language terminologies, brothers and sisters. And this is why sometimes I say I got the bag to fuck up away from a lot of this shit myself. Because it's so simple. God be like, God damn. How can my little uneducated fucking ass can see this and these goddamn people with all these fucking PhDs and so and so? Y'all don't fucking see it. We make it so fucking difficult when it's simple as fuck. It's so fucking simple. Damn, y'all, we get we fuck our own selves up. We keep ourselves divided, man. Terminology, you can believe what the fuck you want to. You don't even have to believe. But but one thing you do have to believe, that we're going to have to straighten this shit out ourselves. You don't believe nothing else, we're going to have to straighten this shit out. The hell with what your and, and I'm I, well fuck I'm, I'm I'm already raw and uncut now I ain't, ain't no use to be saying stopping now. Understand what a lot of your teachers told you, what your fucking teachers, somebody who gave us doctrine, somebody who gave us some, said this is the doctrine you got to follow this you got to follow. Brother, this is your own fucking man. I followed. It was a lot of things that as, as Doctor York taught. Hell, I didn't ride every. I didn't go with every fucking thing he said. Do I know? Again, that he was from the planet fucking Rift? Did I really believe that he was from the, a planet called Rift? Did I believe that he was the fucking Angel Michael? Did I believe all of that? Huh? Come on, man. Take some of this information and build yourself up to make yourself a better person. As the Mason said again, y'all, I'm not a Mason, but I had to tell you. It just says, man, this info, knowledge is supposed to make you a better person. Take it to build yourself to make yourself a better man and woman on this planet so you can be more productive more, you know, just more productive in this society, man. All if you, I don't give a fuck what kind of knowledge you're getting. If you're getting this motherfucking knowledge and you ain't building nothing, you're not really building, if it's building the mind, building your fucking, building your family. Let me slow, slow down, somewhere. Slow, down, slow down, slow down. Building your family. What the hell is all this knowledge for? I got a library in here full of goddamn books. That don't mean shit if I'm not utilizing that information to help make myself better so I can be a better husband, be a better father, be a better granddaddy, be a better shit, whatever, man. That knowledge don't mean a damn thing. All this information, you got gangsters, you got thugs, you got ruthless motherfuckers who know some knowledge, who got information on this and history and this and that, but they still out there thugging. They gangsterizing, terrorizing, raping, and robbing. They got fucking, they got some information in their head. They read some Dr. Ben. They read some Dr. Clogs and some Shiganta Deox. But that ain't stopped them from being the motherfucking disagreeable being that they are. Come on, man. We got to utilize this knowledge, brother, and style. Let's build something. Let's build some tangibles. We got people like say, home right here, sleeping, on, sleeping all on the uh, 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 bridges and everything in Tennessee trying to now criminalize people sleeping in parks and stuff. And when in most of the shit sometimes, it's the government 
who put them in certain predicaments and situations, like when COVID hit him, and put people in certain predicaments where they went poor and homeless and outdoors. And now you want to criminalize them for have to make tent cities and stuff to sleep in. We got bigger shit to worry about than somebody's fucking doctrine. Is Brother Malcolm going to shut up? Brother Malcolm said, though, if your religion, if your God ain't doing nothing, your religion ain't doing nothing, you need to put the motherfucker in the closet. Pack it up, put it in the closet, or give it to the Salvation Army and give it to somebody. Because if you ain't doing nothing with it, or if it ain't doing nothing for you, pack that motherfucker up and get away. No, you don't even get away. No, 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 don't even get away. Take it to the mighty Mississippi somewhere and throw that motherfucker in the garbage. Because it's all supposed to make you a better person. To make you be able to be a better, like uh, I said, I know what Drew Ali said, make you to help uplift humanity, man. I don't give a fuck what you believe. I don't give a fuck if you believe in the most high or not. That, 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 that's ain't, I, I don't give a fuck. Right now, in this time that we're living in, I care more about what, you, how, what you're doing and doing, how you're harming our community. Because you got a lot of people who believe, say they believe in God. Christians go to church every goddamn day. I mean, not every day, but every Sunday. And half of them will wake up in the morning. They went today. A lot of people went to church today. Black folk went to church in the mosque, whatever, and they wake up in the morning and shoot their brother with fucking $5 or some shit somebody said on Facebook, Instagram, and blow somebody's goddamn brains out the next day over some silly shit. But they believed in God. They, they preached in, you know, all this shit. I mean, you got somebody who don't believe in nothing that's out here um, feeding the homeless, feeding, you know, Clothing drive, doing some great works, man. That a lot of people believe in God ain't doing shit. That ain't doing a motherfucking thing. So sometimes, man, we don't we push our God, we push our theology on people. But what we what we doing with it? What we doing with it? We if we're supposed to be the light of the world as Israelites, what the fuck our schools at? Why our security team at? We we can talk about the nation of Islam. Like I said, that's why I give credence to the Nation of Islam and the FOI. At least they, they have some discipline. They're teaching black men how to be disciplined. That's the, that is one of the most successful rehabilitation rehab programs. I'm saying that's not a program, but programs in America. That right there have cleaned a lot, of, whether we like them, the, the doctrine or not, that have cleaned up a lot of black men. I know damn well, I wasn't even in the nation, but that, the studying and going over there, it sure in the hell did me. Most successful, we need more things like that to deal with. That's what we need to get together, man, and build on things of that nature. How are we going to save our young brothers and sisters growing up, coming up? How are we going to learn how to protect our communities? That's what we need to be focused on. I can give all this. I don't like your doctrine. I don't like, I don't like your master teacher. Your master teacher stole this information from me and so on and so. Fuck all that. If Listen, that teaching that they gave you, utilize it to help your community, man. Help yourself. And I say it one more time now. I had to, a goddamn white boy had to tell him, a European said, man, before you leave this planet, man, uh, um, damn, y'all, I forgot how he said it, y'all. I'm so goddamn hyped. Told me that you should be do something for your community. I can't even think how he said it now, y'all. I'm so goddamn hyped. Up. But he told me, yeah, you should want to do something for your community or be an influence on your community before you leave this planet. 
white boy had to say that shit, man. So that's what you're supposed to be striving for. Not who got the better goddamn doctrine, who can build a better organization. How many organizations we don't have, man? And look at the situation we still run around here talking about. We still saying the same old shit, trying to talk about find new solutions. And we ain't, even, we ain't even utilized the goddamn solution we hadn't properly or all the way used or exalted all the goddamn solutions we had before us. And we still talking about what new solutions we going to find or what could we come up with. Learn how to utilize the motherfucker that's already been utilized before that worked and maybe update them like computers. Microsoft don't get rid of Microsoft. They update the computers. They started off at, well, I don't know what, what they started off with, 2000, or, no, I don't XP, 2007, uh, 8. They just upgrade the software. They didn't scrap it and got rid of it. They just updated to modern times. So this is what we have to do. We had a lot of solutions that worked back in the days, man. All we got to do is update it to modern times. Why would you throw away some stuff that worked? Huh? Why would you throw it away? And then you throw it away, and then you see your goddamn society crumble and fall apart. And that's what's happening today. I don't fuck that shit. Like Cabina, where you just say, man, that's moon cycle doctrine. That moon fucking cycle doctrine that used to be, it worked at a time. So why not use it but just update it? Update, that's all. So quit trying to come up with a lot of whole fucking new solutions, man. Utilize some stuff that's out there. So all we're going to be doing, you're trying, to, you're trying to come up with something new. We ain't going to do no more argue about that. I don't like that. I don't want to do that. I don't think that's going to work. And we're we going to be still sitting in the locker room, still sitting on the practice field practicing while everybody else playing the game. Everybody else playing the goddamn game and being successful and having a lot of things going for them while we sitting around here arguing over the goddamn playbook. We got to stop this, brothers and sisters. We got to stop this shit, man. So I don't really care. I don't give a damn what you believe, what you do believe or not. We have, I'm getting back on this. So we, just, we were just talking about the word believe, and let's get back on it. So, man, all this, man, if, if like I said, I, this is my point, if, if we, you know, God going to save, I mean, you got to save us, man. God ain't going to save us. I'm, I mean, if somebody else might say, God, y'all can believe that if you want to. I'm not trying to knock nobody from believing what they want to. But God damn it, you better believe you're going to have to do it. You're going to have to do it. See, I've said, just say it for my, my brothers and sisters of black America. What if they said they finna uh, bring slavery back? What you going to do? What you going to do? If they said they, they finna institute slavery, start back next month. I mean, chattel slavery. Chattel slavery. Y'all know what chattel slavery is, right? Justin, I don't think you know, Justin. I don't think you know. <laughs> but uh, they're messing with you, Justin. They say they're going to institute that next week. I mean, in, in next month. What are we going to do? Start going back to the mosque? And I'm not trying to knock nobody from praying. We're going to just start dropping down praying. Please, God, don't let them make. Oh, Lord, please don't let them put us back in slavery. Come and help us, Lord Jesus. Oh, Allah, Yahweh, come on. Please, you got to stop them white folks to finish put us back in slavery. No. I ain't going to say what you better do on this era, but... Um, you better, goddamn it, get, get your ass ready yourself. And you better pray that you don't, never mind. Uh, I ain't going to say what I want to say. But you better, goddamn it, prepare your own goddamn self. And my uh, brother LJ said, uh, I got to throw this in here, though, where he was saying something about uh, the curses. And we do talk about curses sometimes. Uh, the Israelites talk about curses. 
And I, I and, and you know, Ray LJ, my thing now, even though it said curses, but it's like, even when you do talk about the laws of nature, even when this is understood, I know some Israelites don't even understand it the goddamn self, y'all, because they do take some shit literal. That's why I said literalism. But this is just our y'all, our brother Sunray 9. This is what I say. Now, this ain't this ain't nobody else saying this. They even ain't saying I'm saying, but when you really look at it, it's like what they say, y'all, what goes around comes around. If you're doing wrong, wrong come back on you. It eventually going to come back on your ass. Now, we might say, well, goddamn, it ain't came back on the white folks yet. <laughs> well, I ain't got nothing to do with that one. But some things we know come about. So I don't look at it as saying, because we really, uh, Israel really study that. And like I said, they more focus on, and this is why I sometimes get pissed off at Israelites about too. You're so focused on teaching about what the white man has done to you and such and such and this and that. And but as LJ was even bringing out, even about the question, but you say God put you into slavery and this and that because of what you did. Well, y'all should be looking at what the fuck you doing or what you maybe you have done, according because you would say you believe that. Now, this is the Bible now. You say that you in slavery because of God said, I will send you back in slavery in chains in ships in Egypt again, because if you don't listen to me, I'm going to do this here. And I'm, you gonna, I mean, I, if you don't listen to me, you don't follow my construct, instructions and teaching, I'm going to send you back into slavery. I'm going to give you over to the hands of your enemy. Now, this is what it, it says. Uh, so how you got back in slavery, according to that? Because if it told you, if you don't listen to me, you don't do what I say, I'm going to put you back in slavery. I'm going to let your enemy have you. I'm going to let your enemy do what they want. Now, they over here plotting up on your ass now. I'm the only one saving your ass, right? Or this, if you follow these instructions, they ain't going to be able to mess with you. But if you disagree, hey, man, hey, I'm going to, like I said, Joe, I'm going to take the hedge around, away from around you. I'm going to let them have their way with your ass. No, nah, I mean, no, nah, I don't say ass, y'all. No, no homo, no homo, no homo. I'm going to take that part back. I'm going to let them have their way with you. No homo, God damn. That wasn't that was wrong terminology. I'm gonna let them do what they want. I'm gonna let them put it in slay. I'm gonna let them do this. So again, brothers and sisters, if y'all take that story, Israel, and look at it, these things where you're trying to always put focus on what you're trying to say somebody else's have done to you, no, that needs to be going on and focus on you put yourselves in situation because what maybe you've done, I'm going to say in, in nature, you went against like as Nawami, we just talk about uh, getting back in tune with nature, getting back in tune. So you have done some things and brought a lot of things on yourself. And we can take it away from just being a, a group of people. Just think about some things and maybe in your life and you wonder why certain things don't come your way or this happened to you and that happened. Maybe it's something you have, maybe it's something you ain't doing right. Hmm? But you blaming every fucking body else. Well, maybe it's something that you are not doing right. That's why things are happening the way it is. The cause and effect. So, Israel, y'all got to stop all that fucking blaming the goddamn white man when your own book tells you if you don't do this, this is what's going to happen to you. I'm going to let your enemies have a way with you. So that means... In order for you to get out of, as they were talking about these curses, that means you got to straighten your shit out, straighten your life out first. You got to straighten your life out to get this stuff off of you. That's what that, man, I told, I told y'all, man, the Bible condemned the hell out of the Israelites. It condemned the hell out of them. It show you, now we said Israel was black, it condemned the hell out of black folks. 
in a good way, though. I'm just saying in a good way. It just, it just shows you how we talk about our actions today. It actually shows you, man. Well, you know, you ain't got to believe it now. I'm telling y'all. I'm just saying y'all ain't got to believe it. But Israel, y'all want to focus on that? You got to straighten your goddamn act up. Straighten your act up. I ain't worried about what, what brothers and sisters over here in the nation of Islam. I ain't worried about the brothers over here, the, 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 the gods and earth. I ain't worried about the Moors. Uh, hey, bro, look, because they have their own thing. They have their own doctrine. They have their own understanding. That's on them. But I'm just saying, if I'm in Israel, if, I'm a, if I say I'm an Israelite, I, what the fuck I'm worried about what the nation of Islam ain't doing? What the fuck I'm worried about what the Moors ain't doing? What the fuck I'm worried about who whoever they ain't doing? Israel, get y'all shit right. Comedic, get y'all shit right. Everybody, get y'all stuff right. According to the understanding of your teaching. And let's bring all this shit together, man, and and make everything right. Right? Get rid of the disagreeable ones amongst us who keep us separated. That's, that's what we got to do, man. Let me see my brother said, uh, two... <laughs> Too scared to move, so they pretend to be looking for another way. God damn. Yes, sir, we talk about solutions. That's exactly right, man. And you know what, brother brother Alpha Male, brother, man, you just you hit you hit something with that one though, brother. I know you 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 y'all always do anyway. Uh your mic is over too. Uh let me see, Justin, I think you in here. Um you know the caller with all warns on a um your mic is open, y'all. Sorry about that that that, that tangent, man. But hey, man, it's peace, time, yo. Man. Give yourself, give yourself a line first, and then let us come on. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, y'all, we got to just it just got to be some stuff got to be said, y'all. I'm I'm sorry for the, the preaching. I know it's Sunday, but it's I know sometimes, man. No problem. Is, is there solutions in the house back there? I think there's solutions in the house, man. Justin, you open the solution. Everybody open. It's supposed to be open. All right. Peace, everybody. Culture Freedom Radio. Uh, Peace chiming in. Let me just say something before everybody come in. That that what you were saying was on point. Uh, you know, we got to be towards other groups that are you know, people who are in different groups that are our, our time, but we just kind of in different groups or whoever, or whatever we're doing, that we should not be insensitive towards anything that's going on in their division, what we call like division, right? In there, because that keeps us divided, these religions and stuff. So I don't know. Put your religion in the closet, like Michael said. If it ain't done nothing good for you thus far, then you might as well put it in the trash anyway. <laughs> So anyway, like I'm just saying, we need, we should not be insensitive towards other groups. Like you were just saying, don't worry about other people, what they're doing. You do your thing and put us all together, and we bring it all to the table and make us better people. We should be better. We should try to be better human beings instead of um, doing the low self-esteem move, which is to say something negative towards somebody else to boost yourself up because of something that you don't like about yourself. So you have to sometimes lash out at somebody to make yourself feel good because there's something about yourself you don't like. All right, everybody, come on in. Peace, peace. <laughs> Who's next? Solutions? That, that sounded like him. I wasn't sure, but I just see it. Again. Okay, uh, alpha, like. alpha male. Yeah, yeah we got I, uh, uh, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Hi, Sunray and the rest of the crew. Uh, I have a uh, suggestion for you. A lot of the things that you said were were important and, and practical. Now, Claude Anderson, and there's a lot of issues. I thought about some of the things that you said subsequent to our conversation. But anyway, he calls himself, he, 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 he says he's black. He wrote a book. But he says a better term than black would be melanated Americans or even better than that, non-immigrant Americans. I do think it's important in terms as to what a person identifies as, but I think that identity has to mean something and it has to have some sort of a etymology or foundation. Uh, nevertheless, he wrote a book called Powernomics, and it seems to me you've been – Although I don't know if you've used the word, you've been focusing on economics a lot. So uh, he, he coined that word, and that's a compound word, of course, power, which is the ability to overcome obstacles or resistance, and economics, which really deals with getting one's house in order, and usually we apply that to the finances. So then uh, I would challenge you, I challenged another guy to do this, and he didn't do it. And this goes in, in direct um, congruence with what you just said, is that you have to do something. No one's going to save you. So Claude Anderson has laid out the solution. Now, he wrote a, a prior book called uh, Black Labor, White Wealth. That's where, and he did it sort of like a, a courtroom uh, structure. He laid out the problem, and then he presented the solution to the problem. So, but one can just leapfrog ahead if they want to and go straight to the solution, which a lot of people do, and a lot of people purchase his book. They don't have to identify as, quote, unquote, black. Uh, and as I said, I think I said this to someone last time, you'd be amazed at how many people will qualify as black, I mean legitimately, if money is on the line. So I don't think reparations will ever be um, offered, but if it is, groups of people are going to intercept and deflect, and it's not going to get to the ones who a lot of people think it should get to, because it never does. And so that would be my uh, strong suggestion, is to get the book Powernomics, review it yourself, and see if it's suitable, and I think it, it, it damn sure should be. And uh, I would just uh, do a, a, a critical analysis of the book. A lot could be gained from it. So uh, that would be um, – and it's building from the ground up. He, he uses the word vertical structured uh, economic uh, platform. And so I, I think that is good. But uh, that, that book sold a lot of copies, and – a lot of people bought it because it'll work for anyone. The principles in that book will work for anyone who is willing to apply them. Yes, so sir. I would just brother, like to know. You... No, go ahead. Well, I would I just like to know question. what do you think? Have you heard of the book? Now I could suggest oh, yeah, a lot more definitely. books. Yes, sir. I had. Yeah, I would like. To, I, I could I'm suggest a lot more right books. Thought I would just do yeah, that. Yeah, I was looking for my copy, but I, I don't have that one. I got a uh, black labor, white wealth. That's the one the I got. Second, I can't what does it say? The Search for Power and Economic Justice by Claude Anderson. 
Right. Well, well, the one I, I referred, right, I referred to both of them, but uh, powernomics is the one where one gets to the good part, which is what I like. Okay. Okay. The good part is, is and I say it again, I'm just repeating it, which it needs to be repeated, I think. Those principles work for everybody, and everybody pretty much uses that same uh, path. They walk the same path. But uh, I think there is a lot of infighting. Oh, and one other thing, uh, with respect to those words, there's a book called a thesaurus, which really means treasure, believe it or not, but it's a book of words. And uh, it's, it's, it, I think you made an excellent point, though, uh, Sunray. A lot of times we believe before we know, and that's just our condition as being contingent beings. We, we have to mm-hmm. be, we have to trust. But th- that's another word that one could introduce, because a lot of people, even very educated people, lie about it. Well, I don't believe anything. I, I, I know yeah. that's. That is BS. You don't know. And that happened to me one time in my life, uh, Sunray. I sat in a chair that was not uh, sit-worthy, and, and I crashed, okay? But I, I believed that that chair would hold me up. I trusted. And that's the other word that I want to introduce, uh, faith, belief, and trust. And those are synonymous terms. Synonyms are words that spell differently but have the same meaning or virtually the same meaning. Yes, sir. And even that word, when you look up the definition belief and uh, uh, believe, it does say trust or have confidence in that it is fact. And that's part of the definition. Right, but let let me just throw this, if you don't mind. Uh, There are two types of belief. There's what you call credulity. Uh, that is believing too readily, and there's also justifiable belief. And the Christian faith, which I am of, uh, definitely represents an evidentiary faith. In other words, there has to be evidence for the belief. It's not just a belief based on a belief. It is evidence-based. But go ahead. Uh-oh. And I come back to you. I'll ask a question. I want to ask you a question, like going back when you talking about Amos, um, I'm finished Amos Wilson because I just looked some up on y'all. Um, Claude, how long has that book been out? Or how long has he been presenting that, that economic plan? Just look in the front at the copyright. I, I don't have my copy before me right now, but it's, it's I would say, above a decade. Yep. Yeah. Above a decade. Okay, and even you want me to look that, right. Are we talking about the same author uh, solutions? Or are you yeah, just I think, a different uh, guy? Yeah, my Claude Anderson, Dr. Claude Anderson. Oh, you know, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm, make, me... I'm making a point right fast. And also, you had before that, you had, well, I, don't know, I ain't going to say before that. Rena, I'm asking how long, because I'm not trying to make a point. How long has that been out? Um, we know before, even before all of that, you know, Elijah Muhammad said he had an economic plan. Um, there might have been some others that I probably don't know about, y'all. But we do have our brother, Brother Amos Wilson, who we cannot, uh, a lot of people, we don't mention him. He had the blueprint, the blueprint for black power, the moral, political, and economic and the power. You know, so he had a book dealing with as well as dealing with, uh, you know, black power or black economics. So, Okay, Reno, man, mm-hmm. what I'm saying this is I go back again and we talk about 
solutions. And yeah. I'm saying these brothers and brothers who have books been out for years, decades, have always been talking about black economics, the blueprint, the blueprint. But again, as my brother uh, Alpha Mel was saying, man, when are we just going to start implementing them? That's the thing. Like he said, sometimes, he said, again, he was talking about they're too scared to move, so they pretend to be looking for another way. Man, again, that's why I said sometimes we constantly trying to come up with solutions, 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 when there have been some that's out there for a long time. That brother's book been out, I, I've heard it. Uh, I've been around probably now about maybe 15 years, basically just even just didn't, maybe 13 years didn't blog talk. I've been hearing about that just 13 years just while I've been here on blog talk. But um, so that's a long time. When are we going to start implementing it, though? Yes, that's some good information. And Elijah Muhammad, let me, let me, like I said, I, I, Amos Wilson, when are people going to implement it, though? Okay, I, I have a response for that, if you don't mind. And it's, it's, it's Most definitely. I, I, it's a direct response. Look, first of all, people are not going to behave in a uh, composite way because things are really good in America. Believe it or not, we have what you call, I, I'm, I'm somewhat an amateur student of history, and I know that there's no other um, entity, no other country, uh, throughout history that has had the type of social safety nets that one has in the U.S. So human beings are, I'm going to say, fundamentally energy savers, and I'm being kind, by the way. And so unless something is really pressing, and there are countermanding reasons, because a lot of times, say if a person wants to get wealthy, it's not just the wealth that they have to deal with. They have to deal with all the friends they're going to lose, all the people that are going to tell them, who do you think you are? You think you're better than me? You think you're better than me? Believe me, that is a strong motivation for people to not be successful because they want to, we're we are what's known as gregarious or hurting. People don't want to, you know, uh, disrupt the people that they are close to. So they won't leave their town, even if there are no resources there. They won't leave their state, and, their, and they certainly won't leave the country. But I think that uh, – I'm sorry, go ahead. No, finish your thought, and then I'll say something. I, I'm, I'm just saying that, you know, Anderson is uh, – people – look, people can implement it as individuals, because you're not going to get a collective of people uh, just running to do this. They're not going to do it. That's not the way people operate. So I would say if you find something that works, implement it yourself. You know, he who is, he who is not faithful in little will not be faithful in much. And the much would be the, the uh, meta and, of course, we're just dealing with the, with the individual. A chain is no stronger than its weakest link, as, as is often said. That's an old proverb. So I would just say forget the group. Um, it's rather good here. Most people are not going to feel the heat to where they want to kind of run out in front of the pack. They're not going to do it. So you do it. 
That's the only, and, and get with people who are like-minded that will do it. Most people are not going to do it, and I'm just trying to answer your, your response. Based on my relatively short time on earth, I have gleaned that, that if I want something done, I have to be the impetus for doing it. I'm not going to necessarily find a whole lot of people. Now, once I start doing it, maybe some other people will join me, but... I mean, I'm not going to wait on that. Oh, man, hold up, Justice. Hold up, wait a minute. I got to do this here. <laughs> that made me like that answer, bro. I, I like that answer because I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with right. you. Right. Well, you said a lot so that good. I agree with. But I, I would say, again, get get Claude Anderson's book and go by verse by verse. I, I mean, page by page. Lift something, one idea off of a page, and uh, just kind of mix it up. Sometimes I like doing that. I, I, I don't, I'm not a provocateur, but uh, some of the a... things that I say will be provocative just because they're, they're, they're truthful. And people don't like to deal in uncomfortable truths. They don't. Mm. Yeah. Preach that one. Preach that right, one. So what, what I want to say to that is this book, Black Labor, White Wealth, The Search for Power and Economic Justice by Claude Anderson and what Solutions was just talking about. He was really talking about the first chapter of the book. And what it's talking about is the nature of the problem. And so dealing with the nature of the problem, I just turned to a page and just kind of started there where it says the nature of the problem and I just kind of went down a little bit, and he says that the Los Angeles, California riot had subsided, but the 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 smell of the burning wood and the tar still hung heavy in the early morning, and a local television reporter scanned the crowd and spotted a family of black community activists standing by the burned-out grocery store, sending a good soundbite to the reporter asking for interviews. The bright light came on and the reporter began. Three decades after the Civil Rights Movement transformed the nation, why is the black community dissatisfied? Why have the riot and, the, and, and, and destroyed their own neighborhoods? Um, what is the problem? And he said that the activist cocked his head and hung, uh, he, he cocked his head and in a voice mixed with anger and uh, in an indulgent and in, in, in indignation responded, surely the gains of the civil rights movement in the 60s were important, but they turned out to be superficial and largely symbolic. We can sit at a lunch counter and vote, but economically, civil rights gains took more from us than they gave. Some blacks got important, big-paying pay, jobs in white businesses or government. Sure, we have our own Colin Powell and Oprah Winfrey's, but black masses were left behind. So you see, integration came at the expense of the black community. Now things are worse than ever. So, you know, he was really getting into it, like where we dropped the ball or where our black people 
decided that integration was a, a better move than staying separated and keeping and having everything that we had. Because in my opinion, everywhere in the country that there was a black neighborhood or a black community, a thriving community of people where they had a black restaurant or a black gas station, a black grocery store, you know, banks, credit union, insurance companies, uh, hardware stores, clothing stores, stores to get your hair, uh, things you need like a wig and things, you know, the hair products and stuff. You know, we had the great inventor. um, Her name escapes me real quick. uh, C.J. Walker. C.J. Walker. uh Uh-huh. And so anywhere you went, to me, I, I would see... I mean, even when I went to Kentucky, and and especially when I went down south in South Carolina to the black uh, towns, and, and it was separated, and it was a thriving black town. We had black restaurants and everything all up and down the street, different uh, businesses that was ran by blacks in their community. I call them black Wall Streets in every city in our country. Anywhere you went, whether you went to Cleveland, Ohio, you was in Detroit, Michigan, or outside Detroit, Michigan, where there's towns of black people that had thriving towns that was a black town. Uh, the suburbs of Philadelphia had black towns that was thriving. Philadelphia, different areas. This is a racist town here when Philly has always been a racist town for black people. But they still had their areas where it was thriving in different in a different period of, of time in, 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 the, in the 20th century. So what I'm saying is that, you know, Dr. Claude Anderson's book, it does relate to a whole lot of things. Like when I go down and look at the contents, when uh, he's talking about the different topics in, in his intro, he's going to talk about power and black progress and tenements to empowerment and economic justice, why whites choose to enslave blacks or chose to, why blacks cannot emulate ethnic immigrants, white bridges to wealth and power, a national public policy on black people, becoming politically and economically competitive in America, cultural foundations for economic power, black artists, and athletes. And so he kind of goes on with a few more topics, but what Claude Anderson has done recently is put together something of a great magnitude of getting donations and sponsors to help him build a new rail system um, in the South. And it's supposed to be a high-speed rail system owned by blacks, himself, and black other contributors to the project. And it's already been, it's already gotten off the ground, and they've already began building the, the rail um, system. So that's all I know right now. But he has, after, oh, and this book uh, came out in 1994. And so um, he has... Uh, he has implemented the knowledge that he's acquired and things that he, you know, 
believes, believe, belief, or believe, believes it'll work. <laughs> you know, I think I missed some of the show tonight. I might have came on an hour late because I thought that Eastern time it was at 8 o'clock. And um, so I'm not sure if I might have read the intro wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you did. But you did. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. So that's all I'm going to call say on that. Yeah, so let me get another call in right part. fast. Yeah, that's yeah, Let me get another call right fast. We got a uh, eight six eight six four. Here we go. Eight six four. Welcome in to Culture Freedom Radio. Peace to you. Hey, what's going on, peace, brother? Peace, fam. Peace, peace, but, peace. How you doing, brother? Brother, eat quite neat. I'm all right, man. I'm all right, man. Yes, sir. Um, peace, bro. Yes, sir. Peace, man. Just listening to uh, what what the uh, the last brother was speaking about, and I guess you know, but your belief system right now. I guess uh, what you believe in and how that uh, affects who we are. Um, and that's where you go back to the imagination. Imagination is, uh, you know, imaginative. A lot of times it's not real. But the thing that, that we believe or we think that we can be, or they say if you believe it, you can't achieve it, the more that we uh, set this as, as a reality, mentally, in our minds, this is the more that we feel like we, could, we can do it, uh, just as when we... You know, a lot of us had to look at uh, uh, Superman as being the hero. And we saw a person that could uh, handle many problems, go to beat criminals. And, you know, so a lot of times for us as those, you know, children, those people that would remember those stories, that belief or that myth, that story could kind of serve a purpose at trying to inspire us that whenever we're in the face of adversity or whenever we're up against a tough challenge, that we can react and respond, demolishing, uh, ridding ourselves of whatever it is. And this was, and this has always been the purpose of myth and belief, you know, to help inspire your, 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 something that was true with inside you, to help inspire, you know, uh, in most cases for us, I think I heard the brothers uh, speaking about power. You know, uh, but in, in power, because we know a lot of brothers in the hood that uh, there's a lot of power in those gangs and whatnot. There's a lot of power, but we want to have righteous power, organic power that's going to be fitting for sustaining our true quality of life. You know what I'm saying? And that's where we, we look at black power, you know, the whole black power movement. A lot of people are saying, well, nay, I don't want to identify myself with it as black. And, you know, that's another divide and conquer. Uh, a strategy, but I do, I can recall the black power movement being something very real. And in that black people or people that identified themselves as blacks, as Africans that got together in order to progressively fight uh, opposition, things that were halting their quality of life. This is a reality. You understand? I was walking downtown and I'm looking at, uh, you know, different pride signs now. The gay community, they say, don't hide your pride, right? So, you know, it's the same thing for us as black folks. We have been taught to hide our pride for ourselves. Sure, yeah. uh, and that, and, and there, we're going to hide. We're not going to have any power for ourselves. Now, right hey, bro. You know, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, they jacked no, you... jack the word pride from us, man. We can't even use it no right. more. Right, they got right. That's pride true. on lock. They copyrighted it. That's true. It. But we don't have That's no true, black pride. Yeah. Nope. That's it. I'm done. Go right. ahead. 
Bro, bro, no, you're absolutely right because I remember that. And you, if y'all remember, it was the whole Black Power movement before you see all this pride shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When, when you saw this this whole last pride movement catch that scene was from the backs of Michael Brown, Mike Brown mm-hmm. down in St. Louis. My uh, one one of the the, the comrades we had, uh, D. Seals, Darren Seals, he got killed. If you were on the front line, you know about this brother. You know before there was any Black Lives Matter, it was that brother. And it was a couple more people that were actually boots on the ground or what's going on in Ferguson. That brother mysteriously got killed, got shot and burned in a, in a, in a, in a car, got found. And there was another brother that was an advocate for, you know, with him as well. And he, and he was the one that was not only speaking out about the injustices, he was also speaking about on how fake Black Lives Matter was and what their true intentions were. And what you saw is now Black Lives Matter is in. It's been basically hijacked. You, you Like your brother said, mm-hmm. our Black Pride movement has been hijacked. So when I was after the George Floyd thing, you know, now you got Black Lives Matter are coming around and they are, it's a whole, it's a group of white kids. It's a group of white kids. You know, do you know how awkward That's that funny. shit is? That shit is awkward as hell. That shit is awkward. So, yeah, well, you know, it's a thing of, the thing that is supposed to be for our sustainable quality of life has now been hijacked by somebody else, and we got to stop that, man. We we have to love ourselves. Can't, ain't nobody else, no other race is going to love you until you love yourself. That's the same way we love everybody. We love the Mexican, we love the white folk, we love everybody else, but then we are quick to pull the gun out on ourselves. Hence, that's what the creator is teaching us through our belief system, teaching us to say, well, hey, this is not going to help support our quality of life. So this may be a belief, but in that belief, we see that, that there is a lie. You understand? So we have to let this line up with the things that are going to be factually truthful, scientifically, mathematically correct, and sound for us moving forward. Not what we believe, not what we think, but we're going to have to sit down. Because a lot, you know, I think in the belief system, where I come from, we got caught up in waiting on white Jesus. On fixed force, and I'm not kicking shots at anybody what they believe in, but there's a lot of, of people that look like me. They are rather than going to fix their problems, they say, "Well, hey, I'm just gonna pray and wait on white Jesus to come fix it for me." Or if not, I just die and go to heaven. And you know, here just you know, so I'm just gonna love everybody, and I'm just gonna peacefully just you know, you, you can never win. You can never put a fire out. You understand with that type of mentality. Mm-hmm. Yes, Let me sir. say that. Hey, one second, fam. Uh, one oh, second, I'm going to give that number. We got one minute. We got one, one and a half minute left on, before we go into overtime. We most definitely, man, got to get y'all in here on this one. This, uh, air, uh, the number in the call in and chime into the show is area, area code 563-999-3081. One more time. That's 563-999-3081. And brother, man, my brother just lit the mic up. I got to get a lot Let's get ready to rumble! I hit the wrong button. I hit the wrong button. But damn it, he rumbled. He rumbling, young man. He did. Rumble. He did. I like he everything did. that brother said. And he, he's right. And no, this was, no. I'm going to get those right fast. And you go ahead, Justice. And this what we're talking about the myth. When my brother was breaking down the myth of the story, that's. But everything that was on point. Yo, go ahead, Justice. I appreciate that one, man. Y'all on fire tonight, brothers. I, man, I'm liking this view. <laughs> Go ahead, you know how 
the Democrats just got a new press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, and every time they announce hey, about her, hey, yeah, that's, see, that's that's the thing. They done etched that in everybody's brain that the first thing you got to think about about her is that she's gay. So they always lead out saying that she's in the LGBTs, right? They all every time they announce that she is the new press secretary. And on every station, on every network, that's the first thing. They can't just say Corrine Jean-Pierre, she's the new uh, Joe Biden's press secretary, and she'll be answering questions for you all later on tonight. So everybody, you know, get your questions together. They got to say, Corrine Jean-Pierre, the first black and first lesbian, you know, out-the-closet woman on every station, they're saying this. So I'm saying this. If you're a black person, and you're uh you're you're gay or male or female and you claim gay pride and you don't claim any black pride you are a complete sellout so that's that's what i'm thinking all right anybody want to say something after that hey i want to go back to one thing i want to read Oh, once, once again, I want to throw in something. Y'all can go back to it, man. I think we probably touched on the whole thing about belief earlier. So I guess we good. We just hey, we can ride with have y'all one, brother. But I want to read something right fast because uh, that was brothers, y'all, brothers. I mean sisters. I mean sisters, but brothers, y'all was talking about economics, and I want to read this one here coming from um, uh, one brother Malcolm. You know, he was starting the organization, the organization of Afro American Unity organization, and something he was talking about economic security. And just read this part right fast, uh, part of the program. And he says, after the uh, Emancipation Proclamation, when the system of slavery changed from chattel to wage slavery, it was realized that the Afro-American constitute the largest homogeneous uh, uh, ethnic group with a common origin and common group experience in America. And if allowed to exercise economic and political freedom, would in a short period of time own this country. So mm. races in this government developed techniques which would keep the Afro-American people economically dependent upon the slave master, economically slave, 21st century slaves. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I want to throw this in there as well again. I'm not taking a shot at anyone's uh, religious beliefs, you know. And, uh, you know, regardless of what people say, religion, the root of religion is like uh, the Greek word religio or religios, something like that. And it basically means to bind to, to bind to, to cling to, you understand? Um so basically it means that you are supporting that thing, uh, just as we do even with, with our favorite sports team. People say they are doing this religiously. That means, you are, you know, some people will praise their sport team more than any religion. You understand? If it comes down to Jesus or Tampa Bay, guess what some people going to pick? It ain't going to be Jesus. It's going to be Tampa Bay. So this is basically just what people do. All right, what you are spending your time into. All right, and when we look at us as black folks and our 
the full time that we've been here, whether it be that we were in shackles at one point in time and we were feeding into the greatness of what we see America being, meaning that we are we are the ones that are the workhorse. You understand, out tending to the field, out doing the actual work in order to now bring back the fruits that we see in current day. This is a reality. Fast forward today, it still happens that way. Again, religion, talking about economics here, we've been paying to the church. You understand? Just solely to the church. All right? Ever since the 80s, I think we've given over a trillion dollars. And we should ask ourselves, are we getting jobs, jobs from the church? I know in my neighborhood where I am in Columbia, South Carolina, no, the church isn't giving out jobs. No, the church isn't giving out any type of funding for for first-time home buyers. You understand? But we've given so much. So, again, we have to ask ourselves the question, if we're starting, starting out, because I remember back in the day when I was coming up, I was taught that what I was supposed to do with my dollar. I was taught to go get that dollar and you go put it in the collection plate, right? I don't know about anybody else I'm talking about me. So when we're talking about the economic uh, value, the economically valued situation and how we are able to look at our money and what we're supposed to do with it, I was taught to put it in that collection plate and support the church. You understand? And for so long, us as a people, we have been doing that, but we should ask the, ask the question, why is that same church that I have been given to is right in the middle of basically a gangster hub? You understand? Where I've given to that church, we've given to that church, but that church is not actually helping provide to the progressive quality of sustainable life for our community. You understand? So, yeah, we should ask questions rather than believing Right, rather than just allowing ourselves to believe something, now we should hold things accountable. Right, we should go in and say, "Well, hey, this is not adding up. We've been praying for such and such for a long time. So, is it that we're not praying right? Is it that we're not praying and not doing? But we've been praying for quite some time. We are still getting killed in an inhumane fashion. We still are having to beg and ask to be able to live right." have a fair shot. So I think therein is where we find out who we are. It's going back again, looking at our relationship to the creator, not talking about anybody else. But when I went to the church, I had to go to a church where there was a white Jesus. So there systematically I'm taught to give my money to who? Who am I taught to just not even ask any questions, not to hold any accountability, but just give it to this person. Now, although this 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 image doesn't fit the the description that's in the word. So what I'm participating in is quote on what the Bible says, very blasphemous, one of the worst sins ever. Now I'm participating in all to give money to a white man. So when we leave the church, guess what we are meant our mind is doing systematically. We don't have to be given to a white man. So now when our brother has a business and the white man has a business, guess what we feel, whose business that we, we feel is more validated and we should go support? Psychologically, we've been taught that. So this is just a reality. And we we're talking about how we're able to utilize our dollars now to go back into something that belongs to us versus something that we, And if we never have that sense of uh, identity within ourselves and say, well, hey, when I'm looking at you, I'm looking at myself. Like, our people are like, oh, we are all one. We are all the same. No, when I look at my brother, that's my brother. 
This white man is a white man. That's not my brother. So now we need to start feeding into ourselves because ain't nobody going to come do that for you. Even though we don't support the LGBT community, they're not coming over here to support you. You understand? That's a reality. Yeah. So we need to understand right now, like Dr. John Henry Clark said, if you're looking for any damn friends, you need to look at the first place, and that's in the mirror. Look at yourself. <laughs> Be a friend to yourself. Yes, first thing. You understand? I Man, think that's our dollar. Our dollar is going to start getting better. Our love for each other, our appreciation for our dollar, our appreciation for each other, you know, because ultimately we are the source, our relationship with each other. That's more important than any dollar. That's right, mm. brother. How we yes, treat sir. each other. And we yes, use better yes, how we teaching the children. And I heard you too, that. And I heard Dave in the background trying to slide in. And then and oh, yeah. what y'all saying, and it's just like they say, Elijah Muhammad said, Dave, come on in here. Uh, do for self. And when they say invest in yourself, that's truly what we truly have to do. Invest in ourselves. What you, you, what you say, uh, get ready to say, Dave? But David. Test, test. He in there somewhere. I'll just finish my comment. Uh, Yeah, because I went blank for a minute. Can you hear me, Dave? Can you hear me, Justin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. Ah, Okay, I don't know what happened. I couldn't hear y'all for a minute. Dave, did Dave ever come in? Everybody was quiet waiting for Chief Rabbi. Ah, Okay, because everything got quiet. I was like, damn. yeah, we wait for him, phone. but he wanna he wanna go get a sandwich while we on air, so go let him go ahead. So no, okay, well, yeah, we keep the video then. I'm just trying to make sure everybody get the opportunity to speak. And Alpha Mail, <laughs> oh damn, I thought I had Alpha Mail line open. My bad, Alpha. I thought I had your line open. My bad, brother. I showed that I opened it earlier. Oh, I know what happened. Yeah, I know what happened. I know what happened. But y- y'all go ahead, brothers. Y'all go ahead. We're going to stop this fire tonight. We're going to stop this fire. But, uh, All right, I'll finish. Okay. Well, I'll yeah. speaking. Who's that? No, this, this is me, your brother, Equalim. I ain't want to you know, step on okay. nobody. You okay. got to give everybody a chance to speak. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, I was appreciating what you just said, too. That was some great comments and how we interact with each other, how we treat each other is the best thing if we do it the right way and how they did back in the day. Like, you can look and see how the black groups, the singing groups, how much they interacted with each other and got along with each other, and you never seen those back-in-the-day groups like in the 60s have any beefs or any, you know, any type of, hatred towards another group of any kind. They all loved and respected and embraced each other and what their talents were. And um, they would often meet up with each other and eat with each other and talk about doing songs together. And they would talk to each other and interact with each other in respectful ways and didn't call each other names and downgrade each other and disrespect each other. So, there there was a time when black people had much love and respect for each other in our nation. And this was during integration and maybe 15 years leaving integration 
it was still in place, but it was it was starting to um, dwindle. So by the time the 80s came, the mid-80s is when we really started to lose that connection that we had. So how we treat each other, how we interact, and even older people who interact with younger people, that if you see a child saying something or doing something that's inappropriate, then you should talk to the child in a loving way, not in a, a condemning way where it's going to make the child, you know, start crying or something because children can be very sensitive. So you you, can, you know, identify what it is that's the problem and say, look, um, you shouldn't talk that way while you're talking to your friend. You shouldn't say this type of thing to each other. Y'all can use friendlier words or don't use bad words. Use good words because when you use good words, then everybody's cool and nobody's mad and everybody's friendly with each other. But when you use those bad words, it makes you upset. It makes you angry. You want to fight. You get you you, you know you get um, you know you feel like someone's disrespecting you because they said something to you, you don't like. So if we all talk to each other with respect then we'll have a better camaraderie with each other. And so I was teaching the children on the court that kind of way. And then one child, he saw another child, or he heard a child uh, use a bad word in front of me, but I didn't hear the bad word. But he checked the child and looked at me and said, hey, he said a bad word. And I said, well, who said the bad word? And he said, this one right here. I said, what did he say? And uh, he wouldn't say what he said. To me, and I said, okay, but whatever you said, just say something different next time. You don't have to use that word. And then I said, matter of fact, tonight when you go home, get your dictionary out and learn some new words that you can say. And so, anytime you interact with the youth in a positive way, then going to sometimes be a life changer for them because they might not they may ne- never get a message like that in their environment or where they're growing up. So I noticed the other children on the court, the little ones, some of them didn't use too many bad words or any bad words at all. But then there was a couple of them out there that had some bad mouths. So I kinda said, Listen, if every day you're out here using bad words you're going to make other people use bad words because they listening to you and you're one of the older ones out here. So you could be a better example and get a dictionary and learn some new words so you won't be a bad example for the other ones around you because so that's what you said, and it was a bad example for the younger ones. And the other ones was the younger ones. Some of them wasn't even using any bad words. So uh, I'm just saying, if you interact with children and you see them doing something and you need to correct them, do it with a loving gesture like if they were your child or your brother's child where you wouldn't want to hit them or say nothing that's going to hurt them or even get them mad or it 
him to say something to his parent that he, they're going to bring some drama to you. You just want to say something that's kind of simple in a way that you're correcting him to show him that there's a different way or better approach that that you can speak and interact with your friends that you can keep peace. And and like us on online tonight, like we in, in the past, we can have gone off on each other, and some of us got upset with each other. We go, we get angry, but that's kind of immature because the older you get, you have to utilize your mind because you're re- you're responsible for your actions. After you turn eighteen, pretty much, you're on your own, and you are going to be held accountable for what you do. So by the time we get 18, now we got to say, okay, we get in the street. We got to use our minds instead of our muscle towards each other because anybody can go off, anybody can have a fight and all like that. So you want to avoid those kind of things when you become an adult. You want to be able to resolve a problem diplomatically by uh, being able to have a, a give and take or, you know, you talk to each other, try to work it out with words, you know, and not the type of words that are um, uh, insulting. So that's it. It's just kind of, you know, master who you are. Like try to be the better you, the better person that you can be, so that you can be a better example in the world for what you want to see. Because we are seeing a lot of people being followers. And the only way to change it is to be outstanding and be that light. Like you, we were talking about earlier, Sunray, uh, the Israel lights, they say that, you know, so anybody can be a light. So be a light and use your goodness. You know that's in your heart, and then who you are to do to make a change for better, because that's all the children need to see, and that'll set them off in the right direction. A lot of them, because a lot of them are misguided in the homes they come from. A lot of them are coming from dysfunctional homes with young parents who are are not utilizing their intelligence, and they're still immature, and they're not being the best parents that they can be. So as as just like back in the day, it took a village to raise a child. Sometimes one interaction with a child can do wonders for that child. And I've been an example of that by interacting with children that told me things similar to that, that no one has ever said this certain thing this way to me before and I appreciate, and I'm going to do what you said, and I, res- I, I understand, and I, it, it's a no-brainer now. I get it. Like it's, cert- it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So you don't have to be harsh and mean-spirited towards somebody to try to teach them because that's going in one ear and out the other. But when you come at them as if they were your family and you really was trying to guide them in the right way and teach them something that's positive that's going to correct them and make our society better or in the world that we live in or in their environment that they live in, that it'll it, it, it'll actually, like, if you can help one person, then you've done a good job. So the more 
people you come in contact with, then you just like when I was growing up, the older people I never knew and they saw me or they would speak to me, it would always say something like, how you doing, young man, or, you know, whatever it was. Now, if I didn't have my shirt tucked in, at that time you had to tuck in your, your shirt. So if I, you know, your your button button up shirt. So if I didn't have it tucked in, one of the the elders they might say, "Tuck that shirt in, young man. It don't look right," or something like that. Because you know we had like a certain dress code that you know you had to kind of look presentable even as a young man. They would tell you go in there and brush your hair or comb your hair because you don't want to go out in the street like that. Wash your face. Put some lotion on your face you know, before you go outside and everything like that. So a lot of children never heard even things just like what I just said because their parents don't really have that kind of even inherent nature to do it because of society bombarding them with ignorant and negative things that go, you know, in the opposite direction of nurture and nature, nurturing your child with love and care and teaching them the proper things and what's right and what's righteous and what's good. You know, uh, I rarely, you know, see uh, young parents uh, doing things that the parents of the yesteryear used to do. Like even if you interact with older people and they see and say, pull up your pants, young man, if your pants are drooping or something was wrong or, if you, if you they saw you break a bottle, I'm gonna tell your mother or something like. We gotta somehow break the breakthrough with with the youth to guide the ones that are kind of going the wrong way and gotta get them back on the right track. And sometimes it only would take one interaction from any of us to do that. Like if we do say and use the right words, not what you say, it's how you say it to those children, then we have done a good job. So I don't know how I got so far into that, but I was out on the basketball court and with some children out there, and they asked me if they can play because I had the ball. So they said, okay, we play, you know, so fine. Hey, but just I, I got to throw this in here, though. You know, sometimes you say, well, we don't have to be so hard. or Something like you said, oh, this is just so hard. And you're right, it's sometimes it's how you see it. But sometimes, brother, sometimes you got to be hard, bro. You know, and, and, and I'm saying, I'm going to say this, because we're trying to raise men. We're trying to raise strong, young men. And sometimes, brother, we too goddamn soft, and we raising soft-ass men. And that's what society wants. We're raising soft-ass men. Now, here it is. You go to the military, they're going to talk crazy to your ass. They're going to be hollering all in your face. Look, it ain't like the military one like it used to be. You know, when they said it used to can put their hands on your ass. But sometimes, bro, we want to raise soft-ass <laughs> men. And But, like, it, just what I was saying, going back to the Nation of Islam, if you went to the FOI class and all that, bro, they be on you, bro. It, it, they ain't like this soft, this soft ass shit. You raising men, you got to we ra- look. Look at society, man. These guys want to be soldiers. They read. They now we got some soldiers out there. Now I'm not saying in, in, in a wrong in, in a wrong way. They hard, but they're not disciplined. We can take that energy how they going and bring them in and make them disciplined and you know, like I said, not you know going at each other. But see, don't you know society's hard on us, brother. Society's hard on our young men. 
you know, this is how they want us to be soft. So sometimes, bro, we can't go tiptoeing all that old soft-ass talk, you know, man. Listen, bro, we got to be, man, bring it to them. Everybody, you can't come to those, uh, could you please sit down? Oh, stop doing that, brother. Stop, my brother. Sit your ass down. Sit your ass over there and sit your head down. Like, you know how mom and me did? You know, sit your head down. You say something like a certain time, the brother, and you're out of pocket. What you did, you set your ass down, didn't it? You got your ass, you got some act right. So we, brother, we're at a time we can't constantly keep raising soft-ass men. But soft, see, here's young my men. point. <laughs> I understand right, what you're saying, right. but, you know, all that old tiptoeing talking and soft right. to me, because you talked about being soft, well, we don't have to be hard on. Like you see Israel, you see the Israel on the street. You got them brother be coming hard, and sometimes brother, I ain't gonna lie, we have to be hard, man. We got especially talking to me. Now you talk to a sister, that's something totally different. So why I say we let the sisters talk to the sisters. What I'm saying you know, is like that's we why, might that's be why we a got little... Mama Pearl them coming in. Now, I ain't saying you got to do that in every case, with every case. Uh, but I'm saying, bro, we got to be hard sometimes, bro, because like life ain't life ain't soft on these on people out here. Life ain't soft, bro. No, but you know and, that and, takes and me black. That takes me to a couple of areas. So like, okay, there's people who believe in corporal punishment for children, and then there are those who don't. So those mm-hmm. who don't say you shouldn't beat your child, or you know, like you, know, you should use different measures to punish your child. And those who do use that measure and those tactics, they seem to raise fine children. And then on the other hand, you have those who do. We want to use corporal punishment. And a lot of times when you do whoop your child, what you want to call beat or spank or these things, that can do a psychological damage to them. And also it can make them want to lash out at maybe their girlfriend or even their friends um, later on in life and dealing when they get angry or something. And now they've been taught, like, the, the thing that you do is you hit if you, if someone did something wrong, so psychologically they kind of got this notion. Okay, this was what you have to do. You you don't tell nobody. Okay, you're gonna go in your room. You're not gonna be able to watch TV tonight because you um, forgot to take out the trash. So what, and, instead, oh, we're bro, gonna oh, go in there and whoop you behind. We're gonna go in there and whoop you behind. I don't mean no harm, bro. I gotta stop you. See, that's that liberal bullshit. That's that liberal. <laughs> see, that's what I okay. said last time. Okay. I don't mean no harm. I got to say it, bro. Out, out of love, I got to say it. See, that's that liberal, no children having ass social product <laughs> of shit that they people teach, man. See, that's what I'm saying. We always have people who don't have children coming telling us about don't spanking your children. You never raised them. You right. never right. had them. Well, it damaged your children. I t- Listen, I got my ass toe up. Everybody else before. Listen, oh, shit. Oh, here we go. Here we go. A lot of reason we scared of goddamn white folks today, and we are listening and jump when white folk come because white folk told that ass, they told our asses up doing slavery. That's why, oh, man, shit. You ain't going you ain't to do that shit you do. Oh, 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 oh wait like a minute now. Hold on, bro. Hold no, no, on. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say bro. So you got, you, oh, you, you were disciplined I, more to them. But now we're trying to say we shouldn't spank out here. Yo, wait a minute. Oh, wait but a hold minute. Hold on, I'm trying to say it, bro. See what and I'm I... saying? But see now, I've seen I've seen a video. I'm, I'm, I hear from me. I, I hear it. Won't, I really want everybody. I know. To see. I'm, I'm hot with this. There was here. a video I seen with this little Mexican boy, Hispanic bro, a little boy. He was on I seen on Facebook. They was at a restaurant. He probably maybe was like maybe five, something like that years old. He was standing up on a chair, and man. 
he was, it looked like maybe his grandmama, maybe his sister. He was calling man, them women B's and H's and shut up throwing the gang sign. And the grandmama was like, stop that, sit down, stop. And she might spank his you know, hand just like, shut down, you don't be doing that. Man, he was going off. That, that's the next school shooter. That's the next gang bang. He's going to shoot up a bunch of folks like that. Man, that dude was out of control. And, 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 so and that's talking true. About and, we and, should be disciplining him. And that's why I said that make me, all that liberal bullshit put him in time. Wait a minute. And like I said, a lot wait of these people minute. come up with all this social, social, this, uh, this, 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 don't spank your children, don't do this. They don't have fucking children. Okay, but but can I can I can I, I say have, this right quickly? Yeah, can I yeah, say this right say quickly? Yeah. Let me let me say this right quickly because you know I heard the brother say like about the psychological trauma that could come behind you know and in the cases I've gotten my ass whooped, it's been because somebody cared about me, and it's not where I as a child was just lost in oh I got my ass whooped. A lot of times I was able to be honest and look at the reason. They say, well, okay, I got my ass whooped for a reason. You know, but these children nowadays, and I think what a parent is doing is basically teaching them consequence. You understand? You're teaching them right then. If you choose to go out here and do something, there will be consequence. Just even in our own lives, our own life doesn't even spare us because if we are stupid enough to take our hand and put it on that hot oven, regardless of how old you are, your life will immediately show you that that's something that I you believe. don't want to do again. Feel like even when we are here at this place, because I do feel like some people can uh, maybe put discipline on their children, you know, when they're upset. And I don't justify that. I don't justify someone wanting to come in and whoop their child now and then they're whooping their child uh, harshly because they're mad at the spouse. No, I don't agree with that. But I definitely do, and I am for, you know, getting your ass whooped. You, you understand? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there in, like the brother was saying, like even, even when, when people, men, go into the military, you have to receive psychological damaging far more, you understand, than what you probably ever received, you know, in your childhood. Imagine this grown man spitting in your face while he's basically condescending you in front of other people. Psychologically, you know, I don't think we have to say that, you know, and looking at how many people there are in the armed forces, you know, somewhere in that psychological abuse and that psychological trauma, they're able to coerce themselves to not be the next mass shooter. You understand? And I'm pretty sure to have somebody sitting in your face talking, pointing in your face, spitting in your Man, do you know how much? So I feel like therein, that's teaching you the same lesson that your mother's teaching you whenever she's whipping your ass all in your face, but you're having to control yourself. You're having to conduct yourself and, 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 and mass and put that damn anger on the back burner, just as we should be doing when we're out here in the street. Our children haven't learned that. You understand? Therefore, that's why it's quick. You piss them off. They're going to take this gun and shoot you in the face right then. They don't, they haven't learned to, to now control that damn anger. You understand? That's one thing that I know I was able to control whenever my grandma, I mean, my grandma, she smacked the shit out of me. She smacked me in my damn face. But I tell you, if one thing that would happen is that I would never raise my hand to, whoop, uh, to, to hit my grandma 
You understand? And therein right. was a valuable, a valuable, valuable lesson was to be learned in there because it's like, I don't give a damn how mad you get. You better contain that shit. Same thing for these mad shooters. <laughs> I don't give a damn how mad your anger gets. You better know to contain that damn shit and hold it and That's go right. on and have a good goddamn day. That's what That's I learned from, from getting my ass whooped. And, and my brother, my friend, I ain't gonna lie. And my brother, I'm gonna I'm I'm give it back to my brother. I'm gonna give it back to y'all. And my brother made an excellent point. And like we said, and that's what it all of it. Because when mama and them used to whoop your tail, they be talking about I love you, and they tell you the reason I'm whooping your tail at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, and right, right. We got and what we're doing, we making the distinction, justice. And here's what you're talking about. Most people, these psychologists are trying these single ass psychologists who don't have no children. They are not telling, giving you the distinction with, as, as you are saying, beating your child, doing harm to your child. I mean, just smacking them all upside the head and we're just really abusing your child. We're not saying none of that. We're not talking about that. And this is what, when you hear some of them, they are actually trying to, like they, with all this school shooting, they're trying to say gun control and man, you got to control these goddamn people, minds. But anyway, so that's what we're talking about, man. It's like right, uh, let me say this. we got to do something because they're out of control. And if you join uh, any, like, black military group or militia group or militant group, you need to learn some discipline, bro. And and this is the right. problem. We can't have no soft. We'll be running around here some soft-ass military. We run around here with flip-flops on and shit trying to fight in a goddamn right. war. You know, I never wanted to say this, but I'm going to say this because I don't normally worry or care about any other communities, and I don't think that I normally would even go here. But first, before I even go there, I want to say that. I want to say this, is that during the times of indentured servitude slash slavery, and even when you want to call it the times of chattel slavery, that black plantation owners throughout the South were far brutal than some of the white plantations owners in the South. And so the punishment uh, issued out by an angry black person for someone not performing something or doing the task correctly or not meeting the, the, the time frame of how long he should be doing something or however, whatever set up for him or her to do, and they got angry with the person that they had as a servant that the black servant, I mean, the black slave master would be much more brutal towards a black or a white person they had as their servant. Now, it was written by a person who had been an indentured servant a couple of times by two different slave masters, or maybe three, but he did mention that he would rather be a, a, a servant to a white slave master than to a black slave master because the black slave masters were far more brutal than the white ones. And then the second thing I want to say is that Okay, uh, so I, so I guess you had to throw that in there. I guess you had to throw that in there to clean so I guess you're trying to throw that in there to clean up what I was saying about slavery. Okay, I see, I see what Listen, you're doing. Go I'm ahead. just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The has always I, been very fiery, and we taught these people to be brutal towards us, too. By the way, but I see, but I see what you're doing. But I see what you're doing, self. too. You're cleaning, you're cleaning up Johnson, shit because I said that. 
Anthony See, Johnson made the first man a slave for life in this country in 1654. He made what they got uh, to do. Okay, what they got to do with anything? See, see, see what I'm saying? All right. I brought up about white. No, no, no. I think, I think, what happens sometimes here is, and, and, and I, I guess it's a very, and like even the brother isn't the only one, but it's like, well, and I'm not saying him, but we have a conversation. And in the conversation, we'll be looking to let the white man off the hook. All of the while, we'll be looking to compare our, you understand? Because we know we are the ones to allow, you know, to get our ass whooped and still, you know, tell the person to whoop our ass, you know, we apologize. We do know that. We know that the European is not that person. If you come and whoop his ass, he coming to you. He don't give a damn. So when we, a lot of times in certain conversations like these, we'll try to compare ourselves to the nature of the European. Don't ever do that. Your nature could never be that of the European in a million years. You're not that savage. No, no, listen, listen, listen. We never had a culture in where our culture and tradition will We'll go in and brandish, because with us as African people, as black people, one thing that history says that we have been overwhelmingly documented. We document our experiences. That's why we teach the whole world. That's where the Greeks said they got it from. But what you find in Greek culture is they overly documented how they felt and how they saw life. That's why you would see them naked, naked with men, men naked. They would paint statues of children naked. Now when you heard and when you go in and read the literature talking about having bedfellows and this man sleeping with they sleeping with pedophilia, this was in their culture. That was never part of our culture. Uh, you might have isolated events where, where it was happening, but you can't, even when we're speaking about the document, the overwhelming amount of documented evidence coming behind slavery you ain't going to never tell me that it was a black man out there hanging and where it was black folk participating in the culture where they hang black folk and now other black folk were going to come out now. And that was a whole culture that went with these whites. So, no, you couldn't compare it. You understand? Well, in that culture, they, they got badges. They would receive badges for hanging your black ass. You the black folk didn't receive no black badges amongst unless you received the badge from the cracker. Unless the cracker no. gave your black ass a badge to hang a nigga. But no, us no. as black folk, we didn't have a, a, a supportive culture, but now we're supporting those black folk that are going out there hanging other black folk. No, no the hell we didn't. White folk had a supportive culture, and when they did certain things like this, they would go out now and they would be praised. They will be praised amongst the... This is the reality. It happens the same way now. Uh, uh, George Zimmerman, I think on one show, they were talking about how they he's selling his gun for for over a, a quarter million dollars. He's being mm-hmm. praised for killing a young unarmed black man. This is the reality. Dylan Roof here in America, so don't compare your culture. You ain't never had no culture where your children are being praised going out there killing white folk. Now, you got cultures where your children will be praised for going out there killing yourself. White folk, ain't, we ain't, they ain't never had no culture like that. So we are the ones that are losing. 
We're the ones that behind. We should never make ourselves sit like that damn beast. He's a beast. Cecil Rhodes and quote-unquote King Leopold, they killed over 2 million black folk. We ain't never, you, ain't never, you couldn't find me one, one black person that went around, although they may need to, although white folk very well may deserve it. You ain't going to tell me one black person will go around distributing that much chaos. No, it's not. So don't even Columbus. paint the picture and illustrate. Christopher Columbus. Huh? Christopher Columbus. Right, we're talking about black folk. Well, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Right, no. As as it relates to current day, there's no documented evidence that you can prove to me that Christopher Columbus, the Christopher Columbus, was black. There's no, yes, you was. cannot provide yes, that to me. Okay? Sure if, 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 oh, you're telling, if you're telling, oh, oh, listen, if this is the sky, and that's where I'm saying, again, when we're talking about belief versus what is fact, this is where you got to have scholars. You got to have people no, that are documented. And oh, listen, listen, brother, listen. If you're, no, 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 the fuck you don't. If you're stating a claim, you got to have scholarship behind your claim. If not, you're just like, you, we shouldn't do that. I wouldn't want to fluff the conversation like that. When All we're right, talking about going past, removing the belief. Hold on. No, 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 common sense don't do this, bro. This Let me tell you why. Your common no. sense is going to tell you it's right. What I'm going to say. You no, know, bro. Once you no, go to the no, book, no. you'll see that what I said is true. But then I'm just telling you, your common sense is going to kick in real quick because we moved forward now. We had a new awakening that happened in March. March 20th is a new awakening. So it's going to be easy for you to open up and understand truth. You ain't got to go through the, all these ropes no more. We're going right to it. So Everybody can I not go see a picture? Hold on, so can stop. I not go? Wait. But Everybody I want to ask you a saying, question. Is there not a, a picture associated with Christopher Columbus? Yes or no? There's a picture. There's a picture associated with everybody in the history of our history that they have swiped and stolen our identities from. Our history and our identities have been stolen through all of throughout all of the world everywhere that we have been and have ran the world in they have stolen and swiped and whitewashed and, our and, history and that's what i'm saying history. even 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 with somebody like because with christopher columbus you know damn well he's always been associated with colon, uh colonialism here in america we already know that shit black i don't know how you're seeing hold on listen bro black, listen 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 like, listen, bro, listen, listen. I don't care what you say. People may say slavery never existed. Niggas, like, black people are still in slave-like situations. Fuck the bullshit. Fuck that shit. You might have a nigga that's staying over there across town with some white folks, but niggas try to get away from this. Oh, we never was slave. Nigga, if your ass was 100 years ago, your ass would be a fucking slave. Don't act like you would be doing something so fucking different and we would know. This was the reality. So by saying that, hey, we weren't slaves, or certain levels of existence never existed, you know, you're saying, well, hey, Christopher Columbus wasn't really uh, a capitalist. He wasn't really uh, for, the, for the name can, can of I European. Jump in for just a minute, because I want to hear what you have to say about what I am. <laughs> no, that's yeah, right. Yeah, let's get a, uh, see what Solution had to say right fast. We're going to come back. We only got a couple more minutes. Let's see what we got. Yeah, I, I, I hear, I hear you are real passionate, but look here. 
if you want to have pride in a certain thing, fine. But let, let's let's deal with truth. All right. The the uh, the the, the and the tutus. I may have pronounced that n- name incorrectly, but uh, the tutus and the hootsies. And it was the hootsies that attempt to attempted to commit genocide. Now the other thing is this. We never we talk about slavery on the American shores, but what we don't do is talk about it at its genesis. That is where Africans were hunting other Africans down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But the, where, were you as a black bruh, man? Let him talk, let him talk, bro. Hold it, hold it. Let me listen. That's disingenuous, bro. Let him talk. But still, brother. Come that's on, man. Let the man okay, what I'm saying is, we're not trying to damn. Come on, that's silly, see, man. Is, Y'all know damn. I'm trying to let the right man know. Let's check it out. Eight in in uh in 2020, uh, according to this report, 8,600 blacks were killed by other blacks, and you just man, said see, it earlier. Of, the blacks man, were killed. Let the man speak. Hold on, let me just finish the point. Let me just finish the there, bro. Exercise okay, a little it, discipline, it, it, you just and then said it'll be your turn. To be harder on the men because they'll take a gun and shoot you in the face. It is this: uh, people. The evidence demonstrates itself. Blacks or Africans are as brutal as any other group, and sometimes even more so. Because I put more of the blame on the black Africans, the melanated Africans, for allowing this slave trade. Because the white man could not have gone over there and taken those people in the heart of Africa without the approval and the participation of of other Africans. So I think, look, there are many Europeans that are better friends to Africans than Africans are. And I think man, y'all, you're some bunch of bullshit, man. Man, you you sound like that sound like some coon ass shit, man. I'm talking like for real, for real. No, 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 no. We should be speaking. No, no, no. Listen, I don't give a fuck about what you're talking. At the end of the day, we still. You sound like one of the niggas that's okay with little young black boys. So you're telling me there's no 
black conscious motherfucker King that knows James the same shit that black. you know. King James against the north 
these Africans, how what they're doing to each other. See, we don't hear about this shit on the news like we're hearing in other places because Europeans only telling us telling the story and make you keep looking at Europe and the Middle East. But Africans are slaughtering each slaughtering each other. Now we might say it's not the magnitude that they did and that whites did it, but you know how will we fix it? But what the, the point that's being made is that. A lot of times we're looking in this conscious community of what we act like we are so a righteous people and we don't do shit wrong to each other. We look at in Kemet. We look at how the, uh, Egypt enslaved the Nubians. They, no, nah, there's no slavery in Egypt. It's on the fucking walls. Everybody be talking about the right. walls. It's on the fucking right. walls. So What about the Listen to what the host was saying first, and then yeah, respond. Hyped, brother. Okay? Yeah, he hot, listen, bro? You don't have to tell me to take time. Let me speak. I'm just, I'm going to respond to him. You don't have to uh, moderate, brother. Okay? 
I'm not going to yell. I'm not yelling at you. I'm watching this part. Hold on, hold on. I, I tell you what. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mute everybody, goddamn Mike, because I'm trying to make a statement. I'm trying to. I'm trying to make. I was trying to make a statement. But hold up, y'all. God, listen. We understand, brother. Calm down. We understand the emotion. I've been the same fucking place you've been, bro. I understand. I get hyped. I was hyped up fucking earlier. But, but the point I was making is. Again, who's making us do this shit? That was a funeral. Brother Elder, one of my elders, sent me a video. I think it was in Chicago somewhere. They was having a funeral, and somebody shot up the damn funeral, shot, thing, shot, shot up by five people. They didn't die, but shot up five people at a funeral. Now, these black funerals, they did the same situation that here in Memphis, shot up some people that, that, that was at a funeral. So who's making – is it white people Do you think any white people, people running around shooting each other up in a funeral? See, that's all we're saying. We got to be genuine and quit acting like, man, we just and romanticizing that we don't do shit wrong. That. That's all I what we're saying. If I, if I could, if, we got, I could if we don't speak, have a, we're going to straighten out our community, brother. We got to have a healthy exactly. I understand exactly what you all are saying. Us as black folk, we are very inhumane. We all we do is fucking sell drugs and we talk about fucking and, and we ain't got nobody, ain't nobody say that. Right? Hold on, listen. That's it, what man. I'm saying. No. I'm saying that. I'm saying that. No, I'm that's saying what that. I'm saying. Right? So I'm like, it, that's what it sounds like I'm adding on. All right? I'm not going to add No, you're not going to add that in there. You're not going to add that in there. Let me finish talking. Because, listen, if you're saying, uh, talking about the children of today, you have to be talking about today's music. Right? You understand? You have to be talking about. Understand this. Understand this. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. No, listen, brother. Listen, brother. No, hold up, brother. No, hold up. Hold up, brother. I'm gonna hold up. Cut y'all, because you're not gonna come. Hold up. You're not going to come in this motherfucker trying to tell us what we're saying. So you're trying to make us saying like we are, because we don't agree with what you're saying or uh or whatever, you're not going to come over here and say, well, y'all act like y'all trying to make all these people like, you know, savages and shit. That's not what we're saying, bro, because we don't want to, you don't want to fit, and we don't want to play the race game, you know, like you're doing. I've been there, bro. We ain't playing that bullshit. Now, I'm, I'm trying to dialogue. I'm not trying to take nobody's side over here, bro. We're just trying to deal with facts. And sometimes, hey, you know, open? things are not facts. Yeah, so, Somebody man, now, you know, I'm coming here trying to put shit in our goddamn, well, we're not saying. Your mic open, bro. Yeah, I was just going to say, this gentleman here is being a savage because I'm going to tell you something that's very important. And any group, any group who doesn't recognize this is going to have problems. There are class structures in every group. What do I mean by that? I simply mean some people have graduated. They already know. They've finished the course. And if you try to lump everybody in the same category, that becomes disrespectful. And the people who have won are not going to deal with you. Do you follow what I mean? Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, he, he, he's gone, man. I, I kicked him out. And I, I was like, and I said it, man. The brother come and said he was saying some good things at first. But see, that's wow. what I'm saying. We got into that race stuff. Like you said, brother, he he's on an elementary level. He just only want to romanticize and and not deal and not deal with our issues. See, this is why again, a lot of things in our community get brushed over, and we 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 um we we don't get rid of the crime problem or whatnot in our communities because we we are stay focused. As I was talking about earlier, again about the Israelites, we so stay focused on what somebody else done to us. We don't give a damn about how we killing each other. Oh, don't don't worry about that. Quit talking about what what black folks doing to each other. We are not more we are not more ruthless as white folks doing. 
Right, right. We're killing, we're killing each other, man. So if you can't be genuine enough, to, genuine enough to even talk about, I don't give a damn if they killed a hundred and we only killed ten. Why are we killing ten? No, it's the reverse. No, 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 no. Okay, reverse that. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, however. Go. Reverse, and let me give you a statement of Claude Anderson. I'm just going to throw this in because I've listened to him a lot. Not just him. I'm a student of economics. Okay. I could have given you a lot of books, but I feel if you're like rich dad, poor dad. But um, uh, Claude Anderson said, throughout America, there's not one functional, and I'm going to use the word black. I don't even like that word because it's not a descriptive word. There's no country called black. I know last time, Sunray, you used the definition of police, but I thought that was uh, very lacking because who no, defines well, let me say that right only reason I, said, I know you can't I know you can't define it, maybe define I said only reason I say it is this descriptive. <laughs> now that's my my definition. Because if I'm it's, trying to describe a person or that's why I use the police because somebody might say they won't look for uh, a person who's maybe of Asian descent. That's why I said sometimes we use it as a, as a even though it may not be this we use it as a descriptive. You know, to yeah, but, but they out. might. Oh, okay. If it's a if it's a melanated person, I understand what you were trying to say. But look most here. police, you they're not gonna say, "Well, he's melanated." What what the fuck is melanated? Uh, the the thing of it is, police are primitive. Okay, we hire the police as killers because we don't want to do it. They they are the proctologists for society. But let me say this: the community that mm-hmm. that I live in, you can count the times on your hand that the police even come in the community because it's autonomous, it's self-governing. The thing is, okay. the, the thing is this: Claude Anderson mm-hmm. said there's not one functional black community. This is the gist of what I'm trying to uh, convey. There's not one functional uh, black community in the entirety of the U.S. And what he described as functional is where they own and control the police department, fire department, uh, the uh, finances, the banking institutions, in other words, the schools, in other words, everything in that particular uh, area. Now, you may have what's called, quote-unquote, loosely black neighborhoods, but there is no, there are no functional black communities in America, unfortunately. Mm. All right, and I'm hello. Right, we 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 all blog talk, so uh, blog talk is cut off, but we still streaming a little bit over, and I'm not gonna hang in here long. We um we still streaming on talk shoot. But one one quick part is, reading I I I did because I was dude was cool, but. Only part that I really I got rid of because you don't come in here trying to say and nobody's advocated this. Basically, we're he come. I'm adding on like we were all saying. Uh, anybody all said that we blacks are savages. We just slaughter each other. That's all we and like the children because they savages. They unruly. We're not advocating that, and you're not no. gonna put that on us and saying that that's what we were saying. That's right, and so th- that's why I kicked them out. Cause no, don't don't do that shit. Cause you don't you don't we don't do that, and that's not what we were doing. For a matter of fact, so to come and say, well, I'm just adding on to what y'all doing. That ain't no, you're a lie. You adding on because you mad because we don't want to just focus on and say 
white people did this or Europeans or whoever the fuck did, you know, did whatever else. You we know not what doing He that. would not allow me to want to break his train of his, his white enslavement, his whitewashing. He didn't want me to do that. So he wouldn't allow it. I was going to do it. And I told him it was going to be commonsensical. But he would he wasn't he wasn't even willing to listen to me and it wasn't gonna take long. But he was not having it. So some people yeah. just wanna be stuck and hold on to their thing and not accept maybe there was a different story here. Maybe there is a truth. Maybe there is some truth to what this man is trying to say. Let me hear him mm-hmm. out. He wasn't even willing to hear me out. So therefore he's gonna stay stuck in preschool where he is. Cause, uh Solutions was talking um about some things in history that happened that related to what we was talking about that was absolutely facts. And he can we could give you some sources and even the things I'm talking about, I could get you some sources about all of the people in Spain in 1492 were black Moors and Jews. And the Moors got kicked out of Spain in 1492. Everybody in Spain at that time was a dark-skinned black person. All right. White so let me just say the operative word is balance. Much later than that. Much yeah. later than that the white settlers yeah. and stuff started coming in there. Right. And so the, the operative word is balance. For Columbus being sent yeah. out and all that, he's the one that went out doing all this stuff. There was no white people anywhere in Spain in 1492. Well, see, well, see, I don't want to get in there because I, I, I disagree with that old Columbus shit, but I ain't going to get into that on this show. I want to go with somewhere we're we agreeing with. But solutions. I want to go back to something you saying about the uh, the Hutu and the uh, Watiti. I think that's the I can't pronounce it either, bro. But, bro, you isn't that movie Hotel Rwanda based off of that incident, brother? I'm not sure. Look, but it's the Hutus and the Tutsis, and the Hutus were attempting to exterminate the Tutsis, genocide, I, and they were hacking I, them to pieces. And as I also I said, I, and this was given to me. Uh, in 2020, 8,600 black, 8,700 8, blacks were killed by other people who ostensibly identify as black. Blacks tend to be per 100,000, this is the way the CDC measures this and other organizations, tend to be the most violent and brutal toward each other, uh, more, than, more so than any other group. It's dangerous to be around uh, many and many people who identify as blacks. It's dangerous. And, and that's all what we're trying to say. Like I said, you know, because y'all heard me say it on one last show. Then uh, Brother LJ said he think that's the show too. Yeah, with Don Cheeto. Uh, Don, what's the brother name? Don Cheeto played in that movie, Hotel Rwanda. Man, mm-hmm. it, it is about the who, uh, I forget the name, like you saying, the, the, those different tribes. See, but the Hutus and the Tutsis. Yeah, there you go. And, and that's history. He talk about showing the fact. Hell, if he really wanted to look at us, brother, we not we we weren't even on that show. So we're not on YouTube. We can pull up the sources and actually show you and going in here and read. But like, and we about us just mention it. You should do your due diligence to go and research it. But I don't think he really want to go and do that because you know it don't fit uh, the hype up. Well, he has a narrative, and and rather than doing the work, he's trying to just falsely elevate a people. Look, there's no damn way in the world that you could have uh, ships of people. And they had, remember, they had like flint-loading guns. They they didn't have repeating weapons. That's right. But you take a few ships over there, 
and you take people away when the whole damn continent, or at least those those particular, uh, I'm going to call them uh, countries, they could have fought off any European uh, invasion. That's why it was called the, the, the slave trade, not the slave raid. And so, I, I mean, when you lie about and the reason I'm bringing this up, let me just give you the reason. Because the germ of that is still in the people. And to lie about it is to never address the real problem. Mm-hmm. And then Ghana, then Ghana, them come out, you know, I think the, somebody, the president or something, they apologize. They apologize to so-called African-Americans for the slavery. And look how rich that country have actually gotten. Even now, they're making plenty, you know, the slave, uh, what you call it, coast and all of that. So, yeah, because they, they were saying, that was the thing I was watching. So how did they get so deeply, you know, like the Europeans, that even though they docked the ships, but they were allowed to go deep into, they were saying a lot of them, they didn't go. They couldn't take their ass deep into these tribes and go in there, I mean, to the land, inland. Right, and get right. these people. It was a lot of them, like I said, and this is what people don't talk about again. Like I said, it was different um, warring tribes that maybe when it was going against each other, that maybe sold each other into in slavery or whatnot. Shit, Absolutely, you, you, just you. as there were the American Indians that were warring tribes here. And the other thing is, is is that the tribes in Africa, the chieftains and what have you, actually traded weapons so they could be better weaponized, mm-hmm. go in and take their enemies, uh, uh, you know, and, and sell them. They didn't care about those people. Just like if you look at the uh, statistics in Chicago, and I'm not saying anything that's not forensic. If you look in Chicago, D.C., where they'll just pull out a gun and blow each other's brains out. And they mm-hmm. hold a lot of the elderly people in those communities hostages, you see. And that right. has to be talked. I mean, if you yes, don't sir. talk about it, nothing is done about it. Oh, a white guy can kill one ostensive black, and then blacks can kill a thousand. And, oh, no, 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 no. We, we, can't, we can't reference that. Uh, it's no. the one we have to look at because a white person killed him. Well, look, if, if, if people don't honor lives within, uh, amongst themselves, and I'm not ever saying it's right for a police to kill anybody because they are our paid servants, and they shouldn't be killing or abusing anybody. But, I mean, there's just this blanket uh, refusal to acknowledge that people are people. People are people. That's what they are. And I told you before, I shared with this group before, a definition of a species is when the male and female can, can copulate and produce a reproductive offspring. All humans can do that. All humans are that, humans. Now, that we can act savagely, and some of us do. That's right. You're human, you're human. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, like I said, we have to have those genuine conversations, like you said, you know, and that and that for me, and I played the, the you know, and I did the black black power thing, you know, for years and went through this emotional roller coaster and just hyped up to go nowhere type of stuff with that. And, you know, and I really <laughs> had to look at and then, you know, look the other way and just blame everybody else 
you know, but never look at all the stuff that's happening around me where we're doing each other. Just just stay focused. Just stay focused on the white man. And like I said this, I said this a lot. And uh, I, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad used to talk about the blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white devil. But then I had another teacher, Dr. York, said, hey, hey, we see you, black devil. We see you. Look, I, damn, I can't play that. I was going to play that, that clip. Um, but you have that, you know, the black devil, too, that he talks about. And uh, so, yeah, we – damn, I can't even play it now. The switchboard's on. So we do have say, to I, I could have given you the millionaire next door, uh, yeah. you, you know, but I gave you Claude Anderson's book. And I would really challenge you, and I'll do it as often as I can call in and, and, and have a conversation. Uh, Powernomics is the book I'm referring to. Claude Anderson has written mm-hmm. a number of books. But I'm, I'm referring to uh, Powernomics spe- specifically. Because, and I guarantee you, a lot of people, now I, I tutor and mentor quite a few people, young people, but one of the things I do is start off with a book. If a person won't read a book, they're not interested in real success. They're just interested in talking about it, maybe. Uh-huh. They're not interested yeah, we talked in about doing... Carl Anderson several times on here, though. We, we spoke about him yeah, over the years, and, his, over the years. and made reference to him several times on here. Yeah. Like you yeah, but what, what I'm talking about, freedom, Stingray, we, we is, is a focused yeah. uh, uh, effort in uh, extracting or what we call exegeting uh, what he says. Because, he look, he was the um, undersecretary of commerce in the Carter administration. He was also superintendent of public education in the state of Florida. So this guy has... Uh, you know, he knows about international, not just domestic uh, trade and economics, but international trade and economics. And you see that that comes out in his books. So the Powernomics book, I would encourage you, if you're going to talk about solutions, is to use that book. And also you could use The Millionaire Next Door. That's an excellent book. And these guys were two economics professors, if you don't mind my saying so, and all they did was write about rich people, and they became rich. It's amazing how one becomes wealthy, but they did the work. And, um, you know, the millionaire next door, I, I purchased. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 